Yeah, we're here, Andy. We're here. It's go time. I'm happy to have you here, bro. I'm happy to finally be here. One of the first of all, we match. Let me match the energy. Andy pulled up with shades, uh, and honestly, I don't think I could look any cooler. I don't think you can get more handsome right now. (laughs) Than the us two right now. I was handsome. I got a space rhino on my shirt. He's not cold, people. I'm shivering. I'm fucking <laughs> got the coffee jitters right now. I'm tripping right now. You get the coffee jitters? Coffee jitters as I don't. I think I have a lot of energy. So, like, I'm not really draining it for energy. I like the way it tastes. I'm he also honestly. added mad, like, coffee creamer with the sugar and shit, too, so... So, you think I get the coffee shivers. I think I might be... I might be different. Are you like tolerant to it? You be having this every morning or no? Honestly, I just started drinking coffee like a couple, like maybe like a month ago. Damn, I'm just uh, I'm just different. I think you are different. Energy bro. wise, I'll say this: like I know a lot of people feel like they're different, you know, but like in the end, like like relax. You know what I'm saying? You ever meet someone that's like, no, like I swear, it's like no, you're not different. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh huh, enough. But I think like in terms of like energy. Like energy drinks, or like even just how late I'm up at night for no reason or whatever, I think I am actually different. Off of my experience being around you, we're at parties like the last couple of times I met you, and everybody has to reach your energy by taking like 15 shots or some dumb shit. Something so like that. This man pulls up to the party with more energy than all these people who had fucking Jaeger bombs. And I'm sober. And he's sober, people. <laughs> I'm sober as it's it wild. gets. It's nuts. <laughs> that's that's the part that people don't really understand. You know, I'm really sober while all this is going on, and I enjoy it. That's I sober. enjoy drunk people, though. People don't enjoy drunk people. That is true. People who are sober have, like, that superiority complex when yeah. they're around drunk people or people who are high. That was me for a little bit, like, in middle school and shit. Like, oh, yeah. my God, these people are, like, drinking and shit. High school, I. like, freshman year. But, hey, we all turn to the dark side. Yeah, we so, all grow. So we all understand. And nowadays, man, I get it. Yeah, know? he's just enlightened. So. <laughs> I'm enlightened. That's what people tell me. Like, people will say shit like that and try to gas me up. I'm like, maybe I'm just a pussy. Like, maybe I just don't, maybe I just don't want to try it. Maybe I'm just one of those dudes. I don't know. It's just uh, make, what makes me different, I guess. But, uh, you know, everyone's got their things that makes them different, Andy. What makes you different? Me, man? Yeah. I don't know. You said I'm, like, my, like, there's a presence with Andy. You said For sure. There Andy, is. Andy is, uh, he's different. I don't know personally how I am different. I probably am just less of, like, a conformist, I will say. Okay. We do yeah. not conform, people. Why, why conform? That's boring. It's boring. Everyone does that. Be an individual, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think that's very obvious. And it's not even like that you're like crazy, like, like you know, like if, what's his name? Like, and I, I got like Andre 2000. Okay, we're to, wa- yeah. to walk into a room, everyone be like, okay, he's different than everybody this else. This man is like, yeah, out of the simulation. Yeah. It's not like that. It's just like that, yeah, exactly what you said. You're not a conformist. Like, you're just, you are at least your own person. Like, you might still have some like the mainstream things that you like, like, music and style whatever but in the end like you're very level-headed you're just chilling you're always very like calm i think that you know who andrew avila is no you know andrew is a different andy i guess he's very similar he's just very like he also goes to the school he's just so mellow bro i like that we'd probably be friends you would don't know who this kid is this kid is the friendliest nicest person in the world you would be you'd be tight with this kid for sure um but yeah we met over the summer at a party 
And uh, I think in that first conversation, I was like, you got to get on the podcast. Yeah, and I said bet. <laughs> and so it's been like, I don't know, like six, seven months or something. Yeah, like some, literally seven months. Yeah. Wow, that's nuts. It's been seven months. Spoke but it into existence, though. And we did, so and, good, now, and now you're here. So you said yesterday when we were when you te- I texted you, you were like, oh, yeah. No. Okay, so I did say I was going to come with some written questions yeah. and everything. Completely forgot. I woke up, just had breakfast, and pulled up. But I probably can think of things on the spot. Yeah, like, I'm not Obviously, really... like, some level, like, base level questions. But I know we can get into depth, like... Yeah. We already talked about it probably at one of the parties, like, CLB over Donda. Which oh, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. We did Which talk one about will that. it be? Um, well, I'm, I'm a Donda guy. Of course. Personally. Are you here a Donda guy? I'm a Donda guy, bro. <laughs> you got the Donda cup, basically, mm-hmm. right? Now. Mm-hmm. It's basically a Donda cup. I like mug. everything, dude. Uh, I like Donda more. I think it will last longer. I think Certified Lover Boy, my problem with it, you could have taken any of those songs and put it on any of his other albums, and it would be fine. Like, mm-hmm. and no one would matter. It wouldn't matter. There's nothing unique about Certified Lover Boy whatsoever. There are good songs on it, though. There's because there Drake slaps. I'm sorry, like, mm-hmm. he just does. But Kanye and Donda, Donda is unique. There are some songs that like obviously like every album that like or whatever. But the amount that he references his mother and like it's a different phase of him. Also, by the way, like we could talk about Donda, but when you talk about Donda Deluxe too, like CLB, like I don't know. It's like once the Deluxe came and that three stack verse came, it was over with. That one verse might be better than anything I've ever heard in my entire life. Damn. That is, it's the most beautiful, Andre 3000's verse is the most beautiful thing. It's like poetry. And I don't even mind the censorship throughout the whole verse with the beeps and everything. Has, That's fine. It sounds pretty artistic the way they it went is. around. They did it on purpose. They mm-hmm. did it on purpose. But they have a different version. With the with the with cursing, the, yeah, it's on Andre Two Thousand's account. You have to go that oh, way, wow. and you can get it that way. But on Spotify, on Spotify, I'm an yeah. Apple Music person, so. So you didn't get your Spotify wrapped, bro? No, we do get Apple Replay. <laughs> I, I think that's what it's called. It's the bargain brand version. That sounds like when someone would say, like, you know, like Netflix and chill. Who would say like Hulu and relax? That's basically that's what that <laughs> yeah. sounds like. It's like you know, it's both like they're both respected. It's just like. That ain't One of them's just not the trademark. Spotify It's not the is, trademark shit. They got that shit figured out. They really do. They got that figured Spotify, out. Spotify, I mean, I got my little brother who uses Spotify. And his music selection, obviously, he kind of gets it from me and my older brother. Mm-hmm. But he is, like, way exposed to more, more types of music. Because I feel like Spotify, their algorithm, when it comes to, like, making playlists for mm-hmm. you and everything, is just top tier. They definitely got that shit on point. For sure, because they, uh, it's all music, you know? Apple mm-hmm. is music, but in the end, it's so much more than that. Like, music is not even, like, in their top five things that they do. Yeah, man. Computers, phones, like, tablets. Like, the app store is more important to them because they can make more money off of it. Whatever they can make more money off is more important. Like, games now. They're games, too. They're like, yeah, throwing a lot of money into their game S- section. So, there's only so much they can do musically. And uh, Spotify, every one of their resources and everyone, everyone's mind is fully 
on music and it's like so user friendly for people who are like producing like and making their own music yeah it's just even so my podcast it was so easy to just throw it on there that's nuts it was, it, this was the spotify was the first thing that like accepted the podcast like, godcast on spotify everybody yeah i mean College they're, boys. hopefully they're hopefully they're already on it to hear it. <laughs> but like i mean maybe maybe they're on the youtube so yeah go go Definitely follow the too. go follow the spotify too while you're here or if you're already here and you're not subscribed which is like 80 percent of the people by the way mm. 80% of the watchers are not subscribed. He has the stats, people. I got the stats. He I can't has see who you are. Data. I can't see who you are because if I could, <laughs> I'd fucking DM you because I know you guys. Just hit subscribe. Hit subscribe, man. Smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> why do they all say that? They all, I mean, I know why they say yeah. it, but why is it always smash? Smash. Just fucking obliterate the like button. Absolutely nuke that shit, bro. <laughs> Nuke the Spam like button. Spam that shit. Hop on the link tree, too. He's got it all figured out. It is so high quality here. It, we are look in it. The, we are in the stew, the lab. He's got the <laughs> mic arms. He gave me coffee, people. Yeah, he got Hospitality coffee. Hospitality at his finest. Yeah, I, I, that's what I take my, my most pride in, I think. My hospitality. Because when people come here... You know, not everyone's as cool as you, Andy. Not everyone can just sit down, I won't take it in, horn. and then go, you know? A lot of people get here, mm. you know, and they're fucking... The knee rocking. You know, they're doing breathing exercises. They're a little nervous. I'm doing some breathing exercises right now, too. Like, <laughs> you're, honestly, you're the practicing type, breathing is great. You're the type to do that. I was just going to say, you're the type to practice... <laughs> I'm just making sure my breathing and aura is good. Like I just the vibe to... check is right. That's why I always get like good vibe checks. Which what color are my shades? Yours are like a greener tint. And yours are like the blue tint. The blue tint. Jones. Blue tint. Blue oh. tint by Drake. That's a great, great. song. I was just, just going to say segue back. It's going to say back into Drake. Oh yeah, boy. What did you What did you think? I know we. I kind of stopped you talking. I mean, obviously Donda is better, and I'm a huge Kanye fan. Me too. But, like, on the certified lover boy thing, I can't even lie. I didn't listen to the whole thing. It's hard to do that when you're in the mindset of, like, is this better than the other album? Because it's not. It's sad. And, like, I am kind of sort of Drake fan. I'm not the biggest Drake fan in comparison to, like, my older brother who would, like, that's his boy. Like, that's he's a stan type of shit. Six God. Six God. <laughs> How old is your like, brother? He's 23. Okay, so he's only like two years old. But hey, yeah, that two years, it was like 2011 when he popped off, 2010. I mean, like, honestly. Two years means something. Like, shout out to my brother, too, because, like, he was putting me on to all the Drake's, like, good stuff. Like, every he's day I grew up, like. His young, his older music, he's got a lot of stuff that kind of went under the radar. Mm-hmm. I went back and listened to it recently, and it's, like, good. Like, he put a little more of himself into it. I'm not going to say effort. He put a little more of himself into it. Because Drake himself is a lover boy, but the album is the opposite it, it is him it's, yeah not giving a fuck about women basically not really in a sense there are some songs where obviously he's spilling his heart out but it's like i feel like it's a little more less of drake and a little more corniness it's so corny album. bro. it's pretty corny like daddy's home the beat hard but like don't tell me daddy's home i'm trying <laughs> yeah. to start like singing it to me that's weird <laughs> don't man. do that to me man yeah, i'm trying like to listen that. to this i can't listen to this right now mm-hmm. i get that i get that i like um honestly Here's how I know the albums, or whatever. Um, my favorite song was Yeba's Heartbreak, which he isn't on. <laughs> so exactly, bro. I was like, this is my well, maybe Knife Talk. And I feel like Knife that Talk. is a recurring theme in Drake albums. This man will throw a hot R and B singer on the on the track list, 
no feature on it, just them. And it'll be one of the hardest songs in the album, Wednesday Night Interlude with wow. Party Next Door. Yeah. That shit was Party tough. Next Door is awesome. Or even, like, he is on the track, too, but what is the song with him and The Weeknd off Take Care? Um, mm, Crew Love. Wow. Tough song. And I'm pretty sure The Weeknd wrote a bunch of songs on that fucking album, too. Probably did. Mm-hmm. Young Abel. My boy Abel. Young Abel, bro. <laughs> What's his name? Do you know, uh, do you know Thor here? At UMass Lowell. Do you know Thor? Thor, the guy that plays rugby? Uh, he might play rugby. He looks like I'm Thor. I'm assuming if his... He looks like no, Chris Hemsworth? No, it's not that. No. Okay. There, the guy, right, his name is like T-E-J-O-R, like Tehor or whatever. But I think he just goes by Thor. No. You haven't met Thor? Mm-mm. He's a black dude, by the way. Wow. Yeah, so maybe you should meet him. He's not Nordic. <laughs> he's not He's not, He's not. not Nordic. You were saying, look, looking for the black parties. That is fact. Maybe that's the Guys, guy. if you see me on this video and you got a function going on <laughs> with um, people that look like me, let me know. I'm down to come. You're going to have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> you see, if I have a function with people that look <laughs> Anything, like bro. We can do wine tasting. <laughs> Bingo night. <laughs> Yo, we got to go on the map, bro. <laughs> <laughs> got to get back out there with the people. Wow. I know, but I I mean, yeah, wow, that's funny. Uh yeah, but he um he he dressed up as the weekend. Thor did. Does he look like him or is it like When he dressed up weekend? like him, yes. Mm. When he dressed up like him, yes. I wouldn't say naturally he looks like him. Because he just has a different structure to his face and body entirely, but he definitely when he put the he put like the bandage on his nose. Oh, he's in the after hours. Yeah, he did the after hours, and he had the glove. He went all in. It, he looked I good. He looked slick. But um, yeah, I was just that's why I brought him up. I but yeah, the weekend. I appreciate weekend's good. a person who goes all in on Halloween for yeah. sure. But that's did something you I did you wear anything yet. on Halloween? Man, this Halloween is like I got a history with Halloween, bro. What was? I grew up in a Christian household, a Haitian Christian household, where Christianity is is do or die, bro. And, and good food. And good food, the best food. How do you know this? How do you know we have good food? Oh, I know you. I we had a ton of Haitians in my school, in my high school. Have you tried it yet? I have tried it. I've tried some. I think it was like, was it like rice and beans or something like that? I don't even know. Of course, what the fuck it was I rice had. and beans. Yeah. Was, I had rice and beans with some chicken or whatever, and wow, it was like it was like. Because the thing is, it's an acquired taste for sure. Like, not acquired, but, like, I'm not used to it. The palate, it is strong flavors. Very it's strong. Like strong flavors. The seasoning like, is, ooh. I I get it now. I get all the jokes now. Because mm-hmm. I do just put salt, you know? Mm-hmm. I do just salt and pepper, you know? I'm, yeah. not a, I'm not nuts. I'm not a crazy guy. But these, like, the Haitian people, I've had rice, rice beans with, like, the fucking, and, like, you know, some meats. And I don't even know what the fuck they were. With amazing seasoning, and I didn't know how much that did for the meal. It it changes the game, honestly. What Haitians <laughs> have done for for the food. I mean, like if you grow up Haitian, like a majority of the time, like there's gonna be a bunch of people in your family who are cooking up some of the best food. They out cook in your city, bro. Like they, they be cooking. Cook. <laughs> like Easter, forget like Thanksgiving Easter. and fucking Christmas. Easter, bro. A Haitian house on Easter is Haitian church, mind you. <laughs> They go in like Haitian church. A lot of platters of like. So you're very. Are, are you like religious? Mm, no, nah, really, no. Like, yeah. So uh, let me come. Like, let me tell this story. To the parents. Grew up religious for sure, in the church like twice a week. I was there on Tuesdays twice for Bible study, wow. Sundays for church and Bible study. Wow. So that's besides the fact. The fact is, if you're a Haitian in the crib, 
their families do not celebrate Halloween. That is like really it's associated with the devil like i don't know the big details of it because you know if i'm trying to step out my parents would be like no like fucking satan all that stuff just throwing that shit all around i'm like i just want to get candy i'm not trying to like fucking draw a fucking pentagram and start like, lighting candles and shit that's what they think is going down on Halloween. I mean, granted, they don't want a kid walking around at night. Like, it is kind of dangerous. You yeah. don't do that shit in Haiti. Obviously, you won't do that shit in Haiti, walk around at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I get that, but it's America. I'm in, like, a different neighborhood, you know. It's definitely something that is not too acquired for my family, specifically, and a bunch of other Haitian families. I don't speak for every Haitian family. Y'all are pretty, you know, lenient out there, too. But growing up with my family, it was like, nah. It was a big no-no. That's crazy. I'm not crazy like, that your parents... I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying, like, that's crazy that, like, you just never did Halloween. Dude, my first Halloween was eighth grade, and my <sighs> Halloween costume was a Bruins, Boston Bruins hat I borrowed from my friend. And you were like, I'm a Bruin. I'm a Bruin. That's what I said. <laughs> I skate. And they were like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even have to know, bro. <laughs> it was this fool doing right. bro. All right, so you're, so you're a paradox. Okay. I'm a paradox. <laughs> that was a better Halloween costume. This young man is a paradox. This young man is a paradox. Yeah. I didn't get complimented by two older, good-looking women when we was out on that, like, candy run. And I felt like the man. <laughs> Quick yeah, side I feel no, like the man. Nothing better than... An older, good-looking woman, by the mm-hmm. way. I prefer, like, respectable. Like, I don't want to throw around the term MILF here. Yeah, but, yeah, know, but... We can't be throwing that around these days. <laughs> can't, be, can't be doing that. We respect that. our older, good-looking women. Yeah, we, we go by cougars now. Cougars, <laughs> for sure. Cougars now. <laughs> cougars? Well, there's a difference. There's a difference. That, they are pursuing prey. They are you hunting. You fucking get it, dude. Come you on, bro. Understand. We grew up on that shit. Like, we don't understand like, the yeah. wave. That's cougars the word phasing out. Cougars is, mm-hmm. I guess I haven't heard it in a long time. So yeah, probably is phasing out. Wow, that's mm. a shame. Wow. We bringing that back, people. We're bringing back cougars. Cougars need to come back. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget the word. We need actual older <laughs> yeah. women. Maybe the word out here. Like. The word won't die if a cougar is sitting right here. That if is a, true. If a self-proclaimed cougar like came on the show <laughs> and talked about her cougardom. Like, that would be fucking awesome. You can hear all these stories about pimps, too. <laughs> all these stories about OnlyFans girls, but cougars are Only in the shadows fans. right now. Yeah. They're not coming out. The, yeah, they're high. Claiming their freaking profession. You know what I blame? COVID. COVID, too. Damn. I blame COVID. That is true. You know, honestly, how long have we Not that long, but I'm just thinking, uh, this is probably the longest I've gone into a podcast without bringing up COVID since really like since the entire time so they always off the bat is covid at some point you know someone talks about covid i mean i don't even want to like get too in depth because i feel like i'll have the point of view that is skewed from other people when it comes to it and that's something well, like now i don't want to be now the burden, you've intrigued but, yeah. everybody by saying that well, what, it's not up? like that people i'm not no conspiracy theorist that they'll be throwing around that term and shit but it's very like it's obviously a hot topic but there's no room for middle ground hey you know me, bro. We this is the, this is the first thing we like bonded over. We both damn were, that was. Do you fast. remember? That's fast. We were both like, "There's middle grounds, like in everything." Yeah. You, you, you just gotta find it, and people are lazy, so they just go to like the loud people on either sides. They're listening to headlines, listening to hot takes on the news and shit. Can't like do by that. personalities, you can't like get your own opinion. 
if you strictly listen to tweets, which are 120 characters and headlines, mm-hmm. and just hot topics from people who just get the bag. Yeah. And, and not like, just COVID, too. Not like just COVID. everything. Yeah, there are journalists who be working their ass off and getting actual facts who don't get any like coverage and that's nuts bro very good point that's why journalism's dying and we work focused on like just hot topics and shit shit that's to the extreme yeah true journalism is is a lost art at this point lost art bro if you were like if you're a journalist major right now i salute you you doing your shit do your thing hopefully hopefully you bring it back bro because journalism is very important Mm -hmm. it's one of the most important jobs we need people in the trenches right now i wanted to be a journalist (laughs) for a little bit honestly i I could see it i wrote a couple articles in my life uh, mostly basketball, but you know, I wrote a couple articles in my life. I'd, I'd be doing that, and I could definitely interview somebody. I basically exactly. do that anyway, so it's not that crazy. To it wasn't a crazy leap, but yeah, I just thought in the end I was like, yeah, well, what's the future? That's what I was thinking. Like, eh, I could always, I feel like I could always do that. Mm-hmm. Why well, does I feel like a job I don't need a degree for, but I totally do? I feel like I could just start journal. Like, I, dude, all it takes really is a breakthrough story and with some great like marketing to that shit. Honestly, it's like I just busted this case wide open, wide <laughs> open, dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like Sherlock Holmes Legit. in this bitch. Sherlock Holmes is cool. Do you, are you uh, into like the Marvel movies at all? Right now, I'm in like my relationship with Marvel is a little iffy because they were throwing around some very mids movies eternals wow. i didn't bother watching you watch it yeah, i did i did tell me about it i know it wasn't good wow you're just gonna you're just gonna completely say it wasn't good without watching i've heard it wasn't good hey and off the rip movie trailers are for you to understand will you like this movie if you don't like the trailer it's pretty like Likely. the outcome to you liking the movie is very low yeah you won't like it but uh it was it was it was supposed. It wasn't a bad idea at all. There were some really cool, interesting concepts in the movie, like a lot of them. I thought like more than any movie I had ever seen in my life. There was a lot of interesting stuff that could have been explored. It was crazy how much stuff they introduced without exploring it. Poor execution. What was it? Just bad tone. You don't got the time. Bad direction. The movie was two and a half hours, and, and they hours. didn't. It was. And it was. They didn't have enough time. So what I was saying is, if that was a Disney Plus series, it would be the favorite. Facts. Dude. They have that platform for a reason, but they spend hundreds of millions of dollars for a movie that will get bad reviews. I'm telling you, bro. Because they had a lot of... the One of the characters is gay, and it's not weird at all. It's they don't not. make a big deal of it at all. And, I also... And I like that. Sorry to cut you off. That Go. actor right there... I don't know his name. I'm a huge fan of him. Paperboy off Atlanta. That's where I know him from. Atlanta's really? like one of my favorite That's the shows. guy? That's, That's the he's dude. like, he's, I don't know his name either. He was good. He's funny. He's really That's funny. That's good to know. In the movie, he's good. So um, he he had a, he had his whole like life that he had separate from the thing. And I think they could have literally done an entire, like if they did like a nine episode Disney Plus series, you could have explored all these characters. characters. And you could have really got us to feel invested in some way, shape, or form in these characters. I also heard they had their first intimate sex scene in the Marvel movie. Is that true? Yeah. Were they showing titties? That was wild. Like, pretty much. <laughs> I w- Honestly, I didn't even think of that. But yeah, that's what happened. Really? That didn't even hit me. Wow. That Don't really... ask how I know this. I was watching reviews. Yeah, the reviews. So you, so you know kind of how it, like, 
shakes out. But here's yeah. the thing, like, if I was to describe the movie to somebody, the ending, like, really, I wouldn't be like, I don't want to spoil it for you. Like, spoil I wouldn't even it, say like, that. Because, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Mm. The movie was just, like... Anticlimactic? Which Aren't was they weird. E- like, immortal? Like, <laughs> That's the thing, <laughs> There's like, the, like, consequences with anything that goes down. I guess. It's just... It is a little... It was a little weird. I know, but I know for a fact, if they explored... Because they are all, like, you know, one of the main characters' names... Well, one of the main characters' names is Icarus, and they got, like, um, like... Athena, like they're from, like they live like Olympus. They're like um, yeah, like the Greek gods. Like the Greek gods. They could have showed a whole episode of them just being the Greek gods. That would be tough. That'd be fucking so sick. That would be very. Cool. And then you know, all you could show all the things that they try to just exposit and just tell you. You know, you could show them like watching thi- like they had to tell you. Oh, one of the, the first lines of the movie. Is that the word exposition? Exposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First line. One of the first few lines is like. So why didn't you guys help when Thanos was here? It's like, oh, we didn't help because of this. That's literally what happens. You know how fucking boring that is? Show, mm-hmm. don't tell. And it is something we've all been thinking since they announced it. Like, you yeah. got people who are the been here on Earth for eternity. Mm. <laughs> and y'all wasn't there and they killed excuse off half me. the population? Excuse me. Like, excuse <laughs> me. So, uh, and they literally, they do address it. But you could have taken basically half of an episode just showing them watching the world get snapped away. True. And then be like, we got to do something. Or then be like, we, there's nothing we can do. We're mm-hmm. not pro- we're not told to do this. This is not our purpose. And it makes sense. The reasoning makes sense. But it's just like, they could have showed it, not told it, you know? I mean, on another topic, in, like, in Marvel, though, do you have a favorite Mar- Marvel movie? Favorite? Obviously, um, Eternals isn't, so. My f- no, it's not. <laughs> it's not even close. Probably my least favorite. Oh, uh, damn. Maybe, no, right behind Captain Marvel. Ooh, I even waste my time with Fucking that one. I hate that movie. It was bro. terrible too. Oh, she's terrible. She's a bad actress. Ooh, bad. She, he's coming at her. Nah, Professional I'm going directly right at her because everyone around her did fine. I'm telling you. Damn. And she had a golden opportunity to be a woman superhero that people could look up to, and I think she threw the bag. Mm. And I think the director threw the bag as well. Whoever was in charge of that character made her the character that I hate. I and hate she also has, like, this whole, like, plot hole within her. She's, like, so powerful to the point where she can kill Thanos at any moment kind of thing. But she only pulls up last minute. Like, yeah, and, then, always, and then like, doesn't late, even do the job. Doesn't do the job. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck is going on with like, the writing department? I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was, um, she, she was... It was necessary to have a woman superhero, and I love the other, like, Black Widow was awesome. I love Black mm, Widow. Yeah, Black Widow's hard. I didn't watch the movie, though. Yeah, but she is hard, but you know, like, we, we, we all respect Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. For a woman world. with no superpowers, mind you, she she gets the job done. Yeah, you don't need the superpowers. You, you don't. don't need to be, and, she, and the Captain Marvel is just, like, she's snarky. Mm. She's just snarky, bitch. It was it was it was annoying to watch. I didn't want. I, didn't I don't not, like that. I, I did don't. not like her. But my favorite watching it the first time was Doctor Strange because mm. the fucking world visuals, was like some visuals turning and the visuals was cool. That was my favorite to watch the first time. The one I watched the most is probably Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. It was funny, so I that liked that good. one. Or Ant Man. Ant Man's cool. So also. We're strictly talking about, like, MCU. Can we just say Marvel movies in general? Yeah, Marvel movies in general. Marvel movies in general, those are your top, like... Those are my favorite. And, like, you know, including, like, some of the old, like, 
Hulk or whatever. Or yeah, anything. that's what I'm talking about. Like, or even like just other like Spider-Mans from back in the day. That's facts. Yeah, I'm good on all those. <laughs> I think we've hit a point in technology where everything looks much better now. And I think it's all passable. With the grain of salt, with the grain of salt, it's passable. But like, I remember watching Black Panther and the last scene where they're fighting, that looked garbage. <laughs> that looked terrible, bro. Did you like the Black Panther the movie? Black Panther was good the first time watching after like taking a step back. And, I don't like, rewatch not it. Not being in the center of all the hype surrounding it is so some like it's a decent mediocre movie. I wish that. Well, Chadwick Boseman, first of all, rest in peace. R.I.P. That's a fucking shame. He played his part very well. He's my favorite Especially actor. Especially in Civil War. He was, really? He's my favorite actor, by far. What's his favorite, your favorite role? You know what's funny? No one really knows this movie? Marshall. He oh, played, that sounds so familiar, He played bro. Thurgood Marshall in a movie. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Talk about a fucking... About. He played James Brown. James Brown. That's Thurgood the movie I gotta watch. Uh, he played... What's his name? Who's the other? Jackie Robinson in Damn. The Black Panther. That's like... That's like the, the Mount Rushmore of black people. <laughs> like a of very black solid list of black people. That is like as good as it gets, I feel like. That Those ass. are like four, the four guys in four different like areas. There's music, sports, um, like law, which is Thurgood Marshall. And then, and then just, like just um, fantasy. Fantasy. I think he's the guy. He was my favorite. He did it right. That was a shit. That was a shame when he passed. That was a terrible shame. He gives me Jamie Foxx vibes. A he does. Bit. Jamie Foxx. He's just like on the path to do a Mike Tyson movie. I don't know if that's still happening. I think it is. I think it is. He I got pretty jacked. I seen. Yeah. And he's like also in the Spider Man, but he played. Um, why am I blanking on his name? Um, pianist man. Why am I blanking on uh, oh, pianist? Oh. I don't want to say the wrong name. I'll yeah, I don't want to say it either. Something James, Charles. That's a lie. Oh, wait, James, Ray, Charles. Ray, Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Ray Charles. <laughs> James Charles. Yeah. No. no. All right. So he played James Charles. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. His makeup tutorials and everything. Yeah. Jamie Fox yeah. did a great job. James Fox depicted shit. it perfectly. <laughs> With the perfect amount of emotion, and he was like, "Hey, sisters." <laughs> Yo, I got caught. Lacking once bad how with James Charles you was watching them on your own no worse this is much <laughs> like Andy this is the most embarrassing I think I've told this once before but it was a long time ago the this is the most embarrassing story I have of myself personally I'm scrolling through mm. through Twitter and I just keep going 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 like you know I'm just flying at this point I was just about to get out the app I was so close to evading this moment. <laughs> and then I scroll and there was a big scroll and I see a bad looking girl. She was bad and she flies right by my screen and I brought her back. <laughs> so I went back, I brought her back, I click on her and I was like, damn, she's and then I thought in my head like I had like a good probably five seconds looking at this picture thinking this was a good looking female. It was James Charles. <laughs> Dressed up as a woman. <laughs> like, Damn. I literally, I just, put, I went up the app, I threw my phone, and just sat there, so disappointed in myself. Ooh. I had to call somebody and tell them. I was like, listen. Okay. I, I, called buddy, like, I called my buddy Andrew. I was like, Andrew, bro. I can't believe what just happened. He was like, what? I was like, I got caught lacking. And it was bad. Ooh. I thought you got caught in, in like, 4K. Somebody else caught you in the act. That would have been, 
that's man, that's what like, if hey, I what if, what if I looked at it and I was like, look at this girl. Yeah. Like that's oh, it's that's over. Ooh. Your friends got you dead. Have you ever been caught lacking in middle school? My friends would throw around pictures of this kid Timmy Thick. <laughs> <laughs> This is bad, bro. Like, in reality, this was a young man our age, probably, or like a little older in middle school. And it seemed to be a girl posting like very hot pictures and stuff. I can't even say that because it was Timmy Thick. Timmy, like, dude, you scroll up and you see his head. And then you get caught just like that. It was bad, bro. Yeah, you get jammed so up. So bad. There's nothing you can do about it, I feel like. Because. In the end, like, you know, once you realize, like, it all kicks in, your brain, you know. But until you realize, like, how are you going to know? Mm-hmm. It's just good until it's bad. Until it is just terrible. I yeah. mean, honestly, good for them, you know. They're pulling it off. Hey, James Charles will find guys that way. Doing that. For sure. For sure. Uh, that can block it out mentally, you know. <laughs> your boy, on the other hand, once I saw it. I almost puked. I was Damn. Like, not because... You, you got to self-reflect you know, after that. Like, I did. Yeah, you have to really, like... Mm-hmm. You have to be after personalities these days, man. You get caught up. Yeah, entirely. Mm-hmm. Entirely. You have to be entirely. <laughs> Andy. Entirely. Because <laughs> that was fucking bro. terrifying. Just knowing that that's even possible, too. Like, to look like... So, that. it's like... In a way, it's deceptive, but, like, if that's the standard of beauty, then they are achieving a great goal. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, applaud. Good job. Good job, To James. all y'all who's pulling it off. Yeah, you're pulling it off. You're doing you it right, catch some more people like and not us, though. Yeah, and, and study pe- the ways, People you know. can do whatever they want, mm-hmm. you know? I, I would prefer that everyone did exactly what they wanted to do if I it agree. didn't impede on other people's wants needs i'd be very happy if everyone could just be more free in that sense just not on my twitter timeline please oh yeah y'all the ag- algorithm is so great <laughs> so they hit you with one of those seeds they just try to get your ass it's, it's like my you know like like everyone feels like they got an fbi agent looking at them through their phone <laughs> my fbi agent was like shit yo. Like, you got caught hey, up yo. like, popcorn hey, yo. That's fucked. <laughs> like, and he liked it? That's weird. Oh, my <laughs> nah. God. I would never like that tweet. I couldn't. I actually mm. almost did to save it, but then I realized it would pop up on other people's timelines. It timeline. was that great? It was that funny. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because okay. I, I was going to be like, wow, like, I need to be able to show people what I saw. Yes, but without giving them context, too. Yeah, because if I showed somebody, people, yeah. I guarantee you. Mm-hmm. People would be like, wow, she's pretty good looking. I guarantee you All that. my friends used to pull that. They would have, like, a picture of a girl that looks super hot and whatever. But then, like, it obviously dude. turns out to be somebody. Timmy Thick. <laughs> somebody who was not a girl, so. It would not be a girl. So where did you go to high school? Where'd Waltham you High. Waltham. All right. So what were you, like, what was your high school experience like? Andy? High school experience, yo. I, sh- I would say, like, going into high school, that like, because during middle school, I had, like, a close circle of friends. Mm-hmm. And then going into high school, you start playing. I started playing football. I don't know about you. Like, play basketball, play right? Play basketball, yes. Started playing football. And we had a huge freshman football team. So, it's like, we all got super close within our grade with all, like, the guys in my grade. So, it's like that bond, you know, going mm-hmm. through the rest of oh, high I school. Know. Got a cool group of friends, you know what I'm saying? So, 
bat legs just made the experience fun as hell. Yeah, I, I, like, I miss the people, yeah. you know. I, like, I'm sure, like, most of the kids in my school were, like, the same as well. It's, like, we did not really have, like, a clicky environment. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, some of the upperclassmen, but, you know, it was, like, you go to school and you can have a cool conversation with anybody you want, which is how it should be. Mm-hmm. And so, I liked, uh, I liked football, obviously. It was a great time. And then there's, like, certain classes, obviously, that I was, like, really in, de- in depth with that I liked. I ended up taking a chef's class for, like, three years. A chef's class? It was, like, a, it's kind of like home Did you learn to cook Haitian food? Nope. Unfortunately, <laughs> they don't have the spices. And, like, That's kind of fucked, dude. For that, bro. That's fucked. That would have been crazy, though. Like, that if you came home and you were able to cook, your mom would be so proud. Yeah. And then I took a, excuse me, a TV class. TV class is basically like a film recording and like directing, video editing. So how am I doing? And you are doing better than a majority of the things we've done. <laughs> Honestly, though, we did a lot, bro. Appreciate like, it. But when you're doing this independent, you got all these. He's at the tripod on right now. Like, yeah, you guys it. are watching through the tripod. Yeah, you're on a tripod. Right? He's got the mics, the arms. He's got lighting behind. This is not like, this is not easy, people. It's not so, that easy. But when you're not easy. getting funded by a school with bread, it's <laughs> like very impressive. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. So, um, you took a bunch of like cool classes. It sounds like they're fun, bro. They're pretty fun. I didn't take any cool classes. Like all my shit was boring. I, the only thing that was exciting throughout my whole day was my was basketball for sure. And my friends too. Like lunchtime's always good. Student athlete right there. Yeah, I'm a true. I was a true try like tried and true. Especially once I got to like senior year, our practices would be a little later. Like I was on varsity, our practices would be a little later. And I had literally, I was living, breathing basketball at the time. Damn. I still love basketball. I feel like I could be a coach one day. But I was living, breathing. I'd get out of school. We'd get, wake up at 6, go to school, and then be at school till whatever, 2.15 comes around. Freshman practice at 3, I'd go to the freshman practice. Mm. And then uh, JV would start around, like, 4 on the other side of the gym. We had, like, a gym with two courts. Yeah, go to the same, JV practice. Same. And then... Our practice, I'd go to that practice, and I'd stay an extra hour, and then I'd go home and eat at seven, do homework. And it was just like, day was so jammed. Yeah. It was just like school, and then basically a school day's worth of hoop. But I loved it. I can't like fathom the fact that this, like, the level of productivity I had, and obviously you had, I don't know if like it compares to now, probably, but oh. it is not compared when you're in college. Bro. Not even close. Not at all. It's not even the same. Mm-mm. Unless like you you're couldn't... working on the side, like of course you're gonna be putting in a lot of hours where you need to be attentive and like grinding your ass off. But right now, man, the I'm level sh- of productivity yeah. is different. I feel good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this these make me feel better, by the way. Oh, of course. It's, I... Like. Tainted life right now. Everything I wonder how uh, I look in these. Actually, I man, wonder. just wait till you start editing this video. Oh, like, when I start this editing, is hard right now. I'm gonna be like, wow. This Andy hooked it up right now with Come this, on, y'all. with these shades. You pulled up with these shades. That mm-hmm. that that's a pimp move. I've seen a lot of people come here barefaced, mind you. <laughs> We're not doing that. What episode is this? What number? You remember? 48. This will be 48. Episode 48. First 48, baby. First 48. <laughs> hey, first 50 could be a, could be something one day if it gets to, like, 150. Ooh. You know? Because then you're like, yeah, I was pretty early. I was in the first third. And then it gets to, like, 200, 250. You're like, 
Yeah, I was pretty early. Imagine yeah. 250 something. 250, and then like you just see the evolution. I saw the evolution in the first couple episodes. Yeah, now you're up in here. You can see. It's evolved. People. You can see. It gets Exponential better. growth. Yeah. Exponential. I remember in the beginning, I had a different camera. I Literally, everything, pretty much the mics have been the same. These mics, at least, have been the same. But I added these. I added the arms. I added, well, a friend brought me, bought me this. Someone that was on the podcast bought me this. And it's a fake Gandhi quote. Well, it's real. Gandhi. It is real. Gandhi said that. He did say this before he passed. On his deathbed, actually. Yeah. And if, because he was in this trap house when he died, right? You know, he really did, though. The, I'm pretty sure he got this <laughs> quote from this experience. He used to have a lot of women sleep with him. He did. And that was his practice so he can tempt himself but overcome the temptation with all these women. So obviously, this is where the quote comes from. Do you think he was, like, just the biggest player? He, uh, dude, I heard there's some, like, sexual assault allegations from this dude. Some, like, real raunchy shit was going on with Gandhi. Hey, I guess you can't be everyone's hero. Mm-mm. That's what we always. That's what I always say. Like, you know, you know Pacquiao. Yeah, you know bro. Manny Pacquiao. We what did he him. do, bro? He. Uh, I know he did something stupid. So he, uh, you know, first let me just say what he means to some people. Manny Pacquiao is the little Filipino that is was at one point probably the most feared man in his weight class in the world. He made. Filipino and Asian people in general feel like how they felt with Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 could be something. They could be powerful. They're more than just math or you know basketball. There, I heard there's a lot of Filipino Kobe fans. There are a lot of Filipino Kobe fans. Why do you say that? Why. I don't know. Why. Uh, why do you know that? Um, I remember I was huge into shoes. I should have told you that. Like huge into shoes. And there's a pair of Kobe eights Filipinos. And they must They're pretty love tough. Them. And they, of they course they love them. them. But there's well, obviously China history does. with the shoe. And the history with the Kobe fan base in the Philippines. Yeah, they do. They, they have a, a bond. He brought the game international, for sure. He nice. did it very... But, uh, R.P. Kobe. Yeah. Shame. But then, um, so Pacquiao, he is the phoenix that rose from the ashes of the Philippines. He is an incredible, incredible human in that sense. So, uh, he is their hero. Let's not try to make him everyone's hero here. Mm. And that was this is my problem. Obviously, he said he said some homophobic comments. I knew it. I knew it was this. I remember hearing about this. And too. I was like, ah. I knew it was bad because he's a man of God. That's his yeah. um, backbone, and that was his excuse, basically. Not really excuse. That's the back, like the basis of his argument. Mm-hmm. And dude, I mean, really, in the Philippines, though, they. Even, um, I don't know, do they have a president, the Filipino president? Whoever they runs that country, man, they, they have a very, like, religious point of view in a lot of the <laughs> ways they function and operate. And some of it, it's like, I'm not going to come at their next, but it can be kind of, like, destructive and limiting. Exclusive. A little, little limiting, man. Yeah, so when he says something like that, obviously I'm like, fuck, now, now people are going to be upset with Manny Pacquiao. And um, obviously, gay people will be upset because mm, you know he's coming at their necks. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I was thinking in my head, like, why would someone? Why is someone tr- asking him this? Like, back, get away! Like, even <laughs> if that's the way he thinks, like, we gotta just—he is like some people's, like, so idolize him. Yeah, he gives them a face. He gives the Philippines a face, like a warrior. He put them on the map. Not like obviously, y'all. Like, <laughs> they Philippines the had their people. <laughs> But, like, he's the guy, right? He was the guy for them. 
at mm-hmm. least, you know? And they just they just made him like seem like a bad person. I'm like, listen, he's done so much in that sense. Just leave him there. Just don't bring him into other worlds. Don't ask him about like climate change. Don't ask him about gay people. You're mm-hmm. asking the wrong guy. You're asking a very traditional conservative Filipino man. And I think they knew that. Yeah. Whoever was asking him Ooh, these they questions, dragged him into it. You I think? think that they dragged him into it, knowing that it was gonna that they were gonna get the answer they wanted. Possibly. I mean, I'm sure if you ask like any other Filipino in of his like probably generation, his yeah. culture, mm-hmm. say the same thing. I'm not trying to assume anything for any Filipino person watching. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm sure you can disagree with me, but just know this is based off of my opinion. Yeah, it's your, hey, that's all you got is your opinion, really, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, the thing that people got to realize is, like, your, everyone's opinion is held as strongly as, as yours is. So, mm. in your mind, like, in everyone's mind, like, their opinions kind of become, like, their facts. Their facts. Their belief, you know? So, you kind of need to just accept that if you're disagreeing with someone, that's also their fact and their belief. Mm-hmm. So, and it doesn't mean neither. They can both be true at the same time. Agree to disagree. No one likes that sentence, though. Because nobody can come to the middle ground. We're back to the middle ground. Back to the middle ground, bro. Good job. At a circle back. Mm-hmm. But Mm-mm-mm. you need to meet. You need to meet in the middle. Everybody Balance. does. Politics, meet in the middle. Everything needs to meet in the middle. If you even like in your daily life, you'll find yourself always trying to balance things out. Like yeah, especially like with your mental health, physical health, anything that's like you don't want to be surrounded with negativity, even if it comes to you like against your own will. That's what we try to fight. Yeah, all the time. Yet people just love fueling the fire mm-hmm. of like getting this like just tribal warfare going on. It's terrible. It's nuts, yo. And, you know, like, you got to surround yourself <clears throat> with good people and things. Like, mm-hmm. you, are, you are your surroundings entirely. A hundred percent. There is, like, got to be a science to it. Like, y'all cannot, like, I don't know the word, limit the fact that, like, all these things that happen in your life do, like, have a reflection of what you want. Yeah, what you to want. Be. Like, you... All right, this was a question that was going to be on the list. What do you think about all these people, like rappers, let's say? Like, why, what is wrong with hip-hop where all these people die young, they get in all these cases and shit? So, like, what do you think about like, people who recently died, like Young Dolph, like those situations? First of all, extremely sad mm-hmm. that Young Dolph died because he was... I was not. He was kind of like a. He's nothing like Nipsey Hussle. I'm not gonna say that because Nipsey Hussle was like so much older. He had so much more time. But like in that sense of, he was actually he'd actually give back to the community. Bro, the community literally. actually love this guy. And he is somebody you could look up to as like an independent artist doing yeah. this shit. Even if you listen to his music, it's not. He has his own like lane. I feel yeah, like. it's different. It's Memphis. It's like he is like rapping about some shit like you can get motivated to. He's talking yeah. about getting money. It's not about most time, like, I'm going to go rob and, like, go shoot some yeah, shit. Yeah, like, it's like, I'm going to get this bag. Like, his music is bag chasing music. It's yeah, great. which is good in the gym, by mm-hmm. the way. Good You're bag chasing music in the gym. But, yeah, and it, that's so sad, first of all, that everybody like him, Juice World, X, um, Pop Smoke, everybody. I wish I knew uh, Mac Miller, everybody. I was about to say that, too. Mac Miller, rest in, oh, fucking rest in peace. That's a shame. But... I actually have two things to say about this. One, 
it's sad, and I think why it's happening is because you are you're just chasing it. Whatever it is, once you're on a track, you're chasing it. So in that sense, drugs. Mm. You get high, you hit a certain high, you're forever chasing it. Some people can limit and re and they get to a point where they're like, okay, I'm good, and then they continually reach that point. Mm-hmm. Some people can't do that, and they just keep wanting chasing. more. That's how drugs work. Man. Chasing the dragon. Mm-hmm. Same thing I think with other things though. I think that that can be applied to more things. So like if you're in like that life, if you're in like like pop smoke, like if you're in that life, you know. You know, a lot of people were in like they're in the trenches. People you know want you gone, mm-hmm. and you kind of forget to vet your circle, and vet who you have around you. Once you get so big, because again, he's he what was he twenty? Yeah, was bro. he twenty? Like, I'm older than Pop Smoke right now. Is that he was twenty years old, bro? I think he was twenty. Twenty twenty one. Regardless, like a man that is like around our age, who is really on top of the world, bro. It's so hard. Had his downfall from people who were just jealous, like can't like grind on them's own. Yeah. That was another thing. I was watching these vi- like video off like a hip top hip hop YouTube channel. They were explaining three situations with hip hop artists, rappers who died because. They were killed by somebody super close in their circle, like friends, basically. Like we're talking mm. Lil Snoop, Big L. Lil Snoop, forgot and, about Lil Snoop. Dude, I forgot about him, bro. Like R.I.P. Yeah, and then right. Big L, like he had such a promising like career, and who? Bankroll Fresh. That situation is so stupid. R.I.P. Bankroll Fresh. If you know him, mm-hmm. he was like an Atlanta rapper. Yeah. But like Atlanta three situations where. It's not even like they got to the stage of blowing up crazy. They're on the cusp of becoming something huge. Yeah. And then, it, like, some stupid happened between them and the person they're around, and that person decided to end their life. It's it's insane. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know where this jealousy really is rooted from, but I guess it is. Like, But I feel like if you're at such a young age and you're on such a high ride and you're moving so fast... You forget to like. You might have to leave some people behind. For sure. Cause you gotta know who's good for you. Mm-hmm. You know. And I feel like in the end, like if they will kill you, they weren't good for you in the first place. Bro, that's like that's the culture. Some of them come around where like just violence is an answer and shit. But I remember Lil Snoop. The situation was it was like over payments and like bets or like money owed. They're doing I think based off a of video game. This dude, Lil Snoop, owes some money, and his homeboy shot and killed him over an altercation. Like, like that's Lil insane. Snoop, bro. Young dude. I think he was, like, 18, 19. Yeah, he was. He was, like, man, yeah. Nuts. I remember that. I remember that one. Or I at least remember hearing about it, like, yeah. recently again. It got brought back up because I think it was, like, anniversary, like, for... Not an anniversary. That's kind of a bad way to put it. But it was, like, the day of, you know? But, um, yeah, I actually had a thought. I, I had a movie idea, Andy. Ooh, give me this. And, it was, and it's to do with it. this. Really? Yeah, it kinda. And this would be a this would be a role in the movie that this type of like theme would be a role in the movie. So this is the idea. When you go to sleep, all you remember is like some dreams. And then really they're just kind of snapshots, right? So what the fuck's going on when you dream? When you're sleeping, really? Subconscious, man. Eight hours. Just rolling. Maybe. Or maybe your memory is wiped every night of an entire other life that you're living, really. Or something like that, right? So here's here's the idea. Here's the concept. You go to sleep, and as you go to sleep, you 
basically the the camera. I had this whole visual in my head. This is why I had the dream. This is why I had the idea. You fall into your pillow, and as you do that, like you hit it, and you teleport, and you you go through it, and you're like, and you're in like basically like a space void, and some sentient god-like being comes up to you and is like, "Do you want to live tomorrow?" And you have to contemplate with him, and you talk it out, and you say, "Yeah, I want to live tomorrow." Usually, that's usually what happens. People are like, "Yeah, I want to move on to the next day," because the idea would be if you choose to die then that next day you will die and you will be able to live throughout your memories. Mm. You have the free will to go back and live through all the memories you've created. But you die. You don't get to live anymore. You don't get to have any more experiences. And if you don't choose to die, but you do anyway accidentally, mm. then you live in like a purgatory. Like the it's void that you're in currently or different? No, it's you're just you, you're a ghost. You live okay. in time yeah. but you don't get to go see your past and you just gotta get to watch all the people you love in between like, realms. Past. You get to just kinda you have to just be a being that can't interact. You just watch. And um so that's the deal that's the the conflict you have to deal with, you know? So that's my excuse would be like, as a reason not excuse, but like a plot device to help me like be like Oh, this is why, like, why, and then every night you'd be explained, well, why do you think all these famous people die young? Ooh, They've they already had amazing experiences. To live them back. And they want to live them before, you know, so that they just choose to die the next day. And they do live in their experiences. Wow. That's why it seems so random. That is a very thought-provoking theme. And just like, and every night it's white. So nice. my thing would be there would be a guy that doesn't get it white. That wakes up the next day, and every time he's like trying to tell people like, "This is what happens," and they just won't listen. to Uh huh. It's almost like a Groundhog Day, but a huge different twist. We got like Groundhog Day with like, like a superstar, basically. Yeah, it's with the like, it's almost like a spiritual element. Yeah, it's here. like very. It's got uh, some I things like to that. it. That was my like movie that. idea. I had recently. You write it down. Oh yeah. Good. I got everything written down. You write shit down. Just like, Do you got a notes section, like, Andy? A notes section on my phone. I use notes, but I think I have a physical journal. I should start journaling more. That's some real deal shit right Do there. Do you journal every day? No, not even close. <laughs> I haven't touched that shit in like a year almost. Get back in there. Exactly. You I write, practice it. You be journaling. What I be journaling, but it probably honestly, I wasn't thinking about it, but like, I guess more than you. Because mm. I Every once in a while I'll just But it's not even like Things like my day really It's just I just write down Good I just start idea. writing Like and I I write down If journaling counts As writing down your ideas Every day Every day That is a practice We should all be doing I remember saying this Beginning of the year I should probably write down All the good ideas I have Because Yes one out of those ideas will probably be something you can come to fruition, like do whatever you want to do to it. Like it can come to real life. My notes section is the most ridiculous com compilation of nonsense. Spitballing shit. Ever. And one of the ideas in my notes is actually something like that. It's, it would be an idea called crowdsource, right? That sounds like it's used already. You sure you're not going to get like... <laughs> it, it's a word. Out? It's a word. Okay, okay. It's a word, but it would be called crowdsource. So what it is, is it's a notes section. It's like a notes thing in your phone, a notes app. But everything you want can be submitted to scientists. I like that. Cause I like, and they can pick and choose. Because scientists, where are y'all getting the inspiration to do some of the crazy <laughs> shit y'all be doing? I saw some 
it was i think japanese scientists recently like were able to make either food out of human feces it was some stupid <laughs> shit where like, the fuck did you where see y'all get the funding for this shit where did you see this i saw of course it was on instagram it, <laughs> it was something wild bro but like regardless i want to give you an idea and we can you know throw a go fund me out there yeah like this idea is great honestly that's what i'm saying i just send this idea to like, the scientists so they kinda... stop doing shit for no reason. Yeah. Just and then you could send out and then you could go through like a list of like everyone's ideas. It's basically like a Twitter type type Ooh, page. Like you through, and you can upvote. Yeah, you upvote people's like ideas. You're like, oh that's fire and you upvote it. You can go to the most popular, newest, all this stuff. And you can just have all these ideas. Everyone's got them and they're all just being funneled into science. Cause you know, they run out of shit to think about. They're like, what do people want right now? You know, do, what do people do you, need? Do you want to pursue this? Do you want to pursue this? We can get this shit popping, bro. I'm telling you. We are in the land of opportunity. United we States are. of fucking America, people. Yeah. <laughs> you have pride in your nation? I mean, I feel like you, like, I got to be scared to say yeah. Isn't even that though terrible? it's like, that's the, like, land we're in right now. Like, bro, I mean, honestly, really be thankful for everything you got. Like, there are countries who don't have an ounce of what you have. And people were are like afraid to say that like they're proud to be where they are. That's fucking wild. Yeah, like I really do. Like asking that question is hard. It's hard. It's hard question to ask because it's hard to ask that out of somebody to say yes. Because someone says yes, it's like bad. It's bad. It's not. It's like there's the connotation negatively to like being like patriotic a little bit or just like being proud from where you're from. Specifically in America, is racist. Like, that's crazy. Big picture. Like, y'all really just, I think about a big picture all times, especially, like, where my family's from. Like, you gotta be, like, very thankful for where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Especially knowing that. Like, knowing, like, I know, my, like, my grandfather grew up in Ireland. Didn't have much, if anything, when he got here, especially. And then just builds it up. And now I'm just so blessed. You know? Yeah. Where did you get the mindset to, like... Because you definitely think, like, you think kind of like how I was saying, my, one of my friends, Andrew, I think this way, my friend Nathan thinks this way, you do. Some people just feel like they have a constant, at least as constant as I've ever seen, awareness of how blessed they are and how, like, mm. amazing life is. And just being able to take things big picture, because not a lot of people can. So where did you get that? Um, there's, like, a history to that when you're, like, Christian. you got to, like sit down pray to god and like be thankful that's what i did i was like you know give thanks and shit but you know me phasing out of being religious like i have to figure out this is what i've been doing recently trying to practice being thankful more often because it's so much different when you actually speak like into words what you're thankful for out loud compared to you know when you're just like something good happens to you and that's when you want to feel gratitude you should be thankful at all times when you're freaking alive and breathing at this point for sure if you can be thankful in your darkest days like you got it figured out I feel yeah because like. you can always just you know and that's the thing with i see some people like when people get really excited about something that's like okay that's something that, like that's like a good thing that happened i'm like and i see very like a lot of like excitement about it I'm like, let's not let that swing the other way when something not that bad happens. Yeah, it's like the end of the world. So I feel like, and I don't want to tear people down either. Like, I don't like those people. Like, I don't want, but it's just like, if you're going to be this excited about something, it makes me feel like you'd be this negative about something and like uh, on the other side. Mm-hmm. It is. Like, everything, you know, swing goes both ways. So I just wonder, like, really, are you, like, are you doing yourself a favor by getting 
so excited. So that's why guys like you, you're very much just like like a lot. I mean, surf like obviously we all have our own like you know battles with that topic specifically. That's why I'm like trying to practice being more thankful for sure. Because mm-hmm. even like last year like everybody had a terrible year for the most part i would say like i there's a lot of things i should be thankful for during that year especially this year too there's a lot of things i'm grateful for like so i'm trying to practice being grateful at all times kind of like a religion in a way a little bit i mean religion is like it shouldn't be a rule to be reflecting and like you know observing and thankful for what you got and like what's going on around you it just doesn't happen out the blue that you know some good can happen so when it does, obviously be grateful, but for where you are now at all times, like big picture shit, the lineage, like the levels of like the steps it took for you to get to where you are, like the sacrifices your family made, your parents made, yourself, the things, little things you do on the day to day, bro. And like definitely counts up. Yeah, counts look up. where you, especially like if you're like not everyone's a good good person out there, but let's just say. Let's just say I feel like I've done a good job so far in trying to be on the right track and yeah. be where I'm at right now. And I put myself in a good position to have a lot of opportunity in front of me. And it'd be a disservice to all the work I've put in to, like, throw it away or to, mm-hmm. be, or to be sad about, like, nothing. You know what I mean? And, like, some people can't control that, like, mental illness. Like, you just you get depressed. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah, so I understand that. But in general... If you're not in like a depressive state or have like a mental problem, whatever, then you should really look back on all the work you've put in. Every conversation I've ever had, I feel has gone pleasant in like my life for the most That's part. Good. I've had some arguments, obviously, like everybody, but generally, I feel like I've been building up a repertoire of just good conversations and meeting good people and doing the right thing whenever I feel like I can and trying to make as little mistakes as possible. And it would be a shame if I started throwing that away right now. Yeah. That's the thing, though. What I'm trying to figure out personally, I feel like maybe you could relate, is failure, like a fear for you. I feel like even with all the things, like I'm building myself to be like trying to set my future up, the fear of failure and losing just anything out of it, all the things I built myself to like, you know, mm-hmm. make this life better is like, that shit's daunting. Like That's, the, oh, that's, very, that's what, that's what holds me though, back. Like, when you do all these things, the potential of failure is, like, very... It's cause you're, that's what you're limiting. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, you know, the world reflects sometimes what you think. And so when you see all these things going on, you know, you can see things going on which like within your family, your friends, and that can be, like, reflective of, like, you don't want to become that sometimes. So yeah, it's hard. it is. You got to really recognize everything that's happening and be able to, like, filter out, like... All right, let me take that, but let me leave that. Like if my, yeah. like you should, your parents especially. I feel like I noticed that with all my parents. Like you know, my parents are amazing. I am so lucky to have the parents I have. They're so good to me. Shout out to the parents out there. But they're not perfect. So in whatever way they have, like you know, like they, they're older. They they have different experiences, whatever. Um, grew up, not you know, not not like I did. So. It's a little different, but some things I'm like, all right, you know, maybe freaking out because they can't find the remote, I could leave that behind. I don't need to be that guy. Yeah. Let me be cool when that happens. And then everything else, I'll take all the good stuff that they got. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll try to, and that's why I feel like kind of like, it's like evolution kind of comes from almost. You just take on more. But, yeah, like the fear of failing, it does 
it is the thing that holds me back the most, but I've I've gotten rid of it a lot. I've done a very good job of getting rid of the fear of failing because I feel like nowadays I'm fearing not trying mm, more than failing. That is great. I'd rather fail than regret. Regret fucking blows, and it sticks. It true. does not go away because you forever regret it. Fail, it happens, and then time heals it. Regret is always happening. So I'd rather fear. I'd rather regret than fear. I applaud that. Than fail. Thank it's you. a lesson right there. That's a lesson for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right That's a lesson for me too, dog. Hey. I like it. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, maybe I'll put on a plaque and I'll send it to you. Oh, like, yeah. I don't even know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's recorded, though. Yeah. yeah that, dude, this is the best part. You know how awesome it is to have 48 conver- 49 conversations with people recorded? Like, that's, it's like the, it's my pride and joy. It's like, it's like a journal. It is. It, it, that's a good point. This is journaling right here. This is my journal. And you get to see all the expressions of energy that you're giving out. What's going on in your mind is all being flooded out. Yeah, because, right you know, it is very much about the guest. I, But I have a real problem not talking. So it ends up being half me, half the guest every Damn. time, every week through. It's sad. I wish that I could just give the floor. <laughs> I, have, I struggle just so reverse fear. the whole thing I interview you and leave my podcast not even like you shit. interview me it's like I don't even but this thing like have I really interviewed you today not at all you've asked some very good points like questions but I'm sure we shared a bunch on both of our points of view for yeah each. like I make sure that mine and I, I feel like I should just shut up I don't know. Maybe. No, maybe I not. I think you though. definitely hold you the anchor to like the the conversation. So I just I gotta find some people that that talk a lot. You yeah. Know? Okay. Okay. I think nah. I told you about like having my roommate on here. I yeah. Think that's very possible. After he sees this, I'm gonna show him a little bit of it, and he'll get the vibe of what's going on here. Yeah. This is the conversation he'll be flowing in as did well. Did you Did you kind of know what you were coming into? I mean, so I did watch a couple episodes trying to see what people were were into here. I've noticed like people would tell stories on here. Yeah. I'm not the best storyteller. I mostly like to ask questions. I like to hear You're very thought provoking. I like to hear that and I like to like work on it, you know, but I mean, if you, you want story times, I'm not really good at them. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I, I don't really Do you like have any good stories, stories bro? Uh, not really, man. Anything, nothing at all. You I got mean, some what kind good of like, that's the thing though. Like, I feel like a conversation could lead to a story. That's You're how I do funny it. like shenanigans and shit. And of course, shenanigans, shenanigans. Some tomfoolery action. <laughs> you can talk about it. I remember in high school. So speaking of shenanigans, this is the biggest shenanigans of all time. We were driving by a yard sale, and it was the end of the day. It was like the last like couple minutes, whatever, of so like of this of this yard sale. People were wrapping up, and we drive by, me and some of the ball kids, and they just uh, get out the car and walked over. Like, my friends got out the car and walked over, and I was watching, and they're talking. They pick up a massive painting, and then bring it into the car. Didn't pay for it. They, they oh were like, God. yeah, you just keep it, because they were done with the yard sale. But, no, they told oh, okay, them. Okay. They just told them to keep it. Theft, I would never discuss theft. Yeah, not on this like, yeah, not that that's self incriminating shit. That was I, another thing. I don't want to self incriminate myself on this yeah. podcast. Not at all. Yeah, people always are like, hey, what can I say? What can I say? I'm like, what do you want to say? <laughs> exactly. You, know, you can what, say what whatever like... you want. 
What do you want though? Now you're applying for jobs. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah, don't what are you don't um, right now? don't hurt yourself. Yeah. I'll I'll put anything up there. <laughs> I do not care. My my dad's always like, yeah, you're making me kind of nervous. Like you you just say whatever you want on this thing. I'm like, yep, that's the point. But that's how you like, you can't be fake. You know, you won't make it if you're faking it. I feel like it. some people say you will. I don't believe that. I'd rather make it real because then that's how. That's how, like, I view it, too. When I told people I was going into the business world and marketing, especially, like, my coworkers and shit, like, Andy, man, you have to start faking it. Like, I feel like <laughs> you're not giving me any energy here. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to freaking act like I'm in a, such a great mood right now. If I'm not, like, I don't want to fake a smile. It's so strange. Yeah, you and can't I've heard be fake. Friends tell me, like, if you're going to be in, like, the business world, dude, you might have to start being a little fake, man. Start pretending to be friends with people. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get you out make, of my face. Yeah, you make people... great business with people you actually fuck with. Yeah, I think, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you have to find people that are, like, that you can match with. That yeah. you can, like, vibe with. And you can make some good business. Ha- this is good business. This is good business right here. This yes. is marketing yourself. It's true. In a way. Marketing I, you as well. I'm a marketing major. So are you marketing as well? I'm a marketing major as well. So wow, look, look at, at us, dude. Look at us marketing each other. Yeah, it's with shades on. <laughs> with shades on. <laughs> marketing these fire shades. Dead eyes. I actually really, you know what's be crazy when I take them off? Ooh. And, like, the, the world will light up. Yeah, I've been peeking a little bit, but I don't want to, like, I can see around get the, freaking shell shock. I can see around the edges, but I don't want to go yeah. too nuts. I got I to gotta wait and see, then I take like it off. I like this blue tint. And then go nuts. You want to swap real quick? We can swap. We can Wow, it's wow. a different world. It's out very there. bright up in here. Go for it. Let's do this. Green is like my favorite color. Whoa. Yeah. These those are, are nice. light, but there's a different. Wow. Yeah, that, those been, are darker. These are darker for sure. The but light is getting taken in differently. It's very more bright. This is amazing. Whoa. I might need a blue. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, bro. I might need some blue shades. Blue tints, dog. Blue tints are kind of the move. So, where'd you get these, bro? ASOS.com. Really? How much were these? We are not sponsored, y'all. We are not sponsored. Are not you know sponsored. how many things I've sponsored for free on this bitch? Oh, my God. I just love to just bring things. I'll just put things here. Like, and I'll just be like, yeah, I love Gatorade. Just yeah. like, I'll be like, yo, Gatorade, you're watching. You're like a press conference. Pay me. I do. I, like, I just like to shout things out if it's good I stuff. I like shouting shit out. I feel like that's like another part of my characteristics. I'm definitely in, like influential when it comes to like... You know, shouting things out. Yeah, you like people, you like to let it be known. Other people, you know, get in the loop with the things I like. For yeah, sure. I like to do that with music a lot. Music, you see, music means a lot to you. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? My family. They for all sure. love music. They all love music. I grew up with cousins who are like incredible singers. Like, like your young? Oh, really? Older cousins. They're like in show choir. I had cousins who were rapping, like just trying to make it. I don't know what they did though. <laughs> Shout but, out, but like, no, respect the hustle. Like, are they still going for like, it? Definitely good at it. No, but they don't, like they have their own career for sure. They're like doing great shit. What they got going on right That's now. That's wild. So in the family too. In the family, doesn't have to be music related. But like, I've, like my dad is a musician. Like plays guitar. He's incredible wow. guitar. And within all that, me and like my cousins and brothers within our age group. Like, we just, like, love listening to music, putting each other on. We just, like, circulated music with each other. Like, till this day, you know, hit the group chat up, like, have y'all heard this? Wow. This is dope, whatever. And I feel like, <clears throat> I remember in middle school, I'd be listening to shit, 
t- like music today that is considered obviously great and people question me like bro this shit is garbage like i remember specifically in memory i was listening to push a t song nostalgia with kendrick lamar yeah I got roasted for listening to that. Why? I swear to God, because people were not on that level of music taste yet. <laughs> they were still listening to dubstep. I mean, personally, I was too. I was listening to dubstep and shit, but like my age and like seventh grade, listening to like Live Love ASAP. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I'm granted probably some other kids were too, but like, yeah, I was definitely like, you know, the pioneer right there. You had moved on in music. You're a little ahead of the curve. A little, but I've definitely slowed down for sure. Just like trying to like expand my taste. Yeah, you have to you have to slow down if you're gonna expand, cause then you have mm-hmm. to keep up with a lot at once. You know, like Especially I don't. with hip hop, dude. Yeah, there's so much. Like I'm big on like I think alternative hip hop might have been my number one. Actually, no, it probably wasn't, cause I had a lot. I Give do listen to a lot of Drake. An example of alternative hip hop. Tyler. Okay, yeah, I gotta give Tyler props, bro. He's, He's a beast. He's, a He's beast, so bro. good with what he does. I think. Um, I feel. The, his favorite, my favorite song by him right now, makes me feel racist. It's Massa. Oh wow, <laughs> that's a good song too. It's a great song. I just like, how do I say, yo, like play Massa? Play Massa for me, dude. People are like, wow, yeah. you're you're that guy. I and mean, like, he, I don't mean it. It's just the name of the song. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. I think he will respect the fact you like that song. I love that song. Mm-hmm. I love that song. I liked that album. His album was great. The album was Call Me If You Get Lost. Probably was. Probably better than Certified Lover Boy. Oh, 100%. It 100% might. is better. Come on, bro. It's close with think no, about I'm thinking the about Donda now, though. Uh, I mean, those two albums, the level of work you can tell they put in for those two albums is so respectable. Like, Tyler Creator is one of the only artists I can think of in the rap game, like commercial success, who can use songs that use live instruments and pursue different sounds and tones that aren't the same trap shit that we hear all the time. Obviously, that's not his lane coming from, like, the Off Future, like, Wolfgang shit where they all try weird shit. You know your shit, bro. I mean, not really. I just have my own opinion from, like, the shit I, like, really try to dive into. You know you, you know, know your stuff. And it's just funny hearing, like, you just, it's very fluid the way you talk. Like, the way you talk about music, kind of the way I talk about basketball. And I know music Ooh, very wow. well, I think. But, like, it's very fluid. Like, you instantly, it's like, yeah, the odd future wolf game. Like, you just instantly know, like, all the terms. Some people, like, you know, you don't really got it all Honestly, right like, I have had, like, a recent exposure to, like, like the whole, we're having, like, flashbacks. Not, like, we're just going through the... Memory lane of Odd Future, me and my roommates and Earl shit. Sweatshirt. So recently, like, yeah, we're talking about Earl. He is so good. So, I mean, like, I need to get into him more. Bro. I'm not really a... Bro. I'm when a, it comes I, to that pen... I know he's good. When it comes to that pen, I think he might have one of the best pens. <sighs> yeah, that thing, that thing just float. I can, I can tell. That <laughs> thing, thing. When, he, when he's writing his songs, bro, that thing probably floating across the paper. Uh, it just... The way, like, he uses sounds, you like, it's... It's different level. Okay. It's like Eminem level writing. For Earl, it's an acquired taste. For sure. like he has like a monotone like, um, what do you call it? Uh, like delivery. Delivery, yeah, delivery. Yeah, it's like, it's a little monotone. It's, like, it's very you know, just. About to cook some eggs in the kitchen with my girl and. Uh, Vince Staples kind of like that too. No, Vince Staples be like he he he's good. He definitely has he's some good. like bounce and like. You think so? Melody to. His I feel shit. like it's. Maybe not monotone. Maybe I'm just thinking it's like it's very nasally. Maybe that's what I'm kind of trying to get it's to. That West Coast. Probably, I'm trying. I think of like big, uh, 
Big fish or big bag? What's it called? Is it like fish? It's some Might kind of big fish. fish. Some, there's a fish on this album. There's a fish. It's and then um, FM or Fun, whatever it's called. Yeah, FM, I only know one song off that album. Dude. Yeah, I'm not big into Vince. Like, I think these are like West Coast people you're naming too. I feel like right now, are you like into like the East Coast rap shit? Like, I'm all Atlanta. <laughs> right all now. Atlanta. All of Atlanta. I got all my respect right now. Atlanta runs it, in my opinion. They do. Also, like, it's not really based on coast no more, but like, I'm like specifically mentioning, like, I listen, I fuck with Griselda records. Like, Griselda. I, them. I like them a lot. They're good. Yeah, what's his name? Um, Benny. Benny the Benny Butcher. Butcher. He's probably West the best. Of, I think he's the best of the. Um, I think my opinion, Hitler wears Hermes in part side B, if you've heard it, mm-hmm. is like one of the best albums this year. Really? Like off the rip, they have a track, like West Side Gun and Jay Electronica, who's one of the best Amazing. freaking pen in the game. Yeah. Period. Did you listen to, I think it's A-P-I-D-T-A. It's him. It's a bit, a bit, the, it's on, it's him on, and Jay-Z. Yeah. Bro. Nuts. The album. Yeah. I, I listened to that one. Great album. It was good. It was fire. That boy Jeezy went. Jay Electronica, bro. Jay Electronica had that was again one of the best verses I've ever heard. And he has one of the best verses I've done to do. He does. He's sneakily kind of putting himself back in not back, I guess. I guess not back into like the mainstream. The mainstream dude, he had like a couple year hiatus. I don't know how long, but that was like the talk of the town when he dropped his album. Like this dude's been gone, like in a cave or something. <laughs> He's been in a shit. cave, like like Isaiah Rashad yeah. type mm-hmm. vibe. Isaiah Rashad, man. love his music. Great, Talk, great. He's people got a good sound. disrespect him because they think it's lazy. I'm like, bro, just fucking relax. Listen, that's the point of the music. Just, you relax to it, and it why sounds so beautiful. Why can't you just? Yeah, you don't gotta listen. Like, everyone's so focused on like the thing that they like. They're like. What's the lyrics saying? Why is the beat not bomb like bouncing? Like, you it's know, all like, about how the music makes you feel. Like, bro, like, listen to what they're like. Know what they're trying to do, and then try to level with. Are they doing mm-hmm. that well? And he does. I think what he does is he basically just fucking puts you in a coma, better than anybody. That's facts. It's just so chill though. So I I feel more relaxed just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of like I don't know what track it is. I think Headshots. It's about the sun's tires, like Papa Perky. Like the feelings go away. Some some uh, shit on those lines. It's such a like look, terrible I'm, like like thing to think about, but it's it bumps. Well, she's like pop a perk. <laughs> like the feelings go, go away. away. <laughs> Something along those lines. If you listen to that, be like, yeah. You just want so you're just you're just hanging out, bro. Mm-hmm. I just love that music. He's totally stoned while he's making all For his music. For sure. And I love that. Like you or, know, you know, I heard he had like a drinking problem. He did. Something he was battling. He did battle hundred percent. And he's been he said he's back on the mend. He feels good now. That's he's great. got his friends around him. I like that. I That's like a good comeback need. story. But yeah, could have ended terribly stuff. like any other rapper. Oh my god, his, his <clears throat> thank God that's not the end of his story. And he had the album just came out, and he had a deluxe too. I think. Yeah. The house, I think it's supposed to call the house Homie, is burning. Homies bagged. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's like the yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good yeah. The home. Sure. I loved that. I love that. That's the name of it. It's not yeah. just like the deluxe. It's the homies, homies begged, begged because we was begging for that. Because the homies was begging for it. We we're like, hey, can it's I like, get it? It's like it's part of his, one of his songs though, right? You got homies begged and like actual song from like the original release. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. So it's like yeah. The homies begged. Came full circle. It's genius begging, stuff. He He's a smart begging. guy too. Top dog. TDE, bro. Those guys are nuts. Get the respect they deserve. Kendrick coming soon. And then he, that's his last TDE album. Yeah. Do this um, PG Lang shit. 
whatever the fuck that gone. is. Yeah, there's something. There's no something. idea what's going on with that. We don't know. But he'll he'll make it work. But I want to hear this new album. Man. Roddy Rich coming out with an album, too. Uh, I'm not, like, I haven't caught up with Roddy in a minute, but I remember he, listening to his album on repeat, like, what, 2019, Yeah, please excuse me for being anti-social. Anti-social. I was I, on the repeat. Yeah, that was really good. It has a lot of good songs on it. Mm-hmm, Go like, back and listen to it now. One of the better combos in the game, Roddy and DJ Mustard. Mustard. Stop sleeping, y'all. Ballin' is awesome. <laughs> Radio hits for days they, when they get together. I was this saying, I nice. do, when I hear that they're both on a song, I'm like, this is it's money. It's over with. Because Mustard makes shit. Per, it gets the best out of Roddy Rich. Yeah. Because he needs to kind of stretch himself, I feel like. I feel like he's trying. like. And then he has all these freaking vocal ranges. It's like the summer essentials. It like, is. I want them to just make a album together, period. I just want them summer to essentials. Kind of like a, like a Savage Mode. Savage Mode, yeah. 21 Savage and Metro might be better, though. That might be a better combo. Yeah, bro. I think Roddy needs to um he needs to create a project where we can compare fully. Yeah, because they need something. What's the better combo? Because um I mean obviously they've had just had more like Metro and uh, like shit like without warning where it's just like I, I love albums like that where they just make a producer like go ape shit like um what a time to be alive I was like mostly Metro and I yeah. forget who else Metro like, is maybe going like ballistic. fucking. I forget his name. Is Metro the best producer? Southside. No, Metro's been like laying low, in my opinion. He did the whole fucking Savage Mode 2 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like a huge fan of it, but I feel like Metro, he was running the game in high school. Yeah, in not school. all heroes wear capes. Was oh my fire God. Album. That was Imagine nice. a producer. He was really one of the, not one of the first, because obviously they all do it, but I feel like to have like a real mainstream in everyone's like, rotation album. Be a superstar. Producer in a while. Usually you have to rap to do that yeah but you know what it is uh, what makes them so much of a superstar i feel like it's the catchy producer tags they have because you can listen to a song but, like the production is great but once you hear that like um hey yo pierre you want to come out here like yeah. oh my god pierre's the best producer on earth yeah like, whenever you hear that shit it's so catchy and you know the beat's banging so that's what gets their name out for yeah sure, in my who opinion. produced uh shooter <sighs> that's a good question who did that one I remember watching a beat dissected, I think, of that song, bro. I forget who it is. I love that beat. That beat is stupid. There is a beat dissected video of that. I'm sh- for sure positive there is. We can watch it. I- I've watched some beat dissected I videos love those in my videos. time. Yes. I like those. Those are cool. But I I like, I feel like a song like that, it gets tons of respect, obviously. But I don't think people really realize just, like, that's going to be one of the songs, I think. That we show our kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I have my parent. My parents show me. It's very good, like, deep. I feel like good. Like, you know the Eagles? Oh, I love the Eagles. Yeah. My dad shows me a lot of the Eagles. And, like, you know, when you listen to Take It to the Limit or, like, Hotel California, right? Mm-hmm. I'm listening to these songs. I'm like, this is, like, a this is beautiful music, instruments, all this. What am I going to show my kids? Mm. Am I going to show I- them Playboy Cardi? I think we will, bro. It's just like our generation might have Playboy Cardi like in the crib playing on a Sunday morning. On a Sunday know. morning, like, that's Sunday that might morning. be like put on the oldies. Yeah, and, and then someone <laughs> plays like New Neon by like yeah. Playboy Cardi. Great song, by the way. It is a great song. Like Off I can't a imagine. Very it. polarizing album, I would say. At least. What did you think of it? I had a conversation the other day about it, bro. I think it's Cardi doing his best work and evolving. 
going in his own lane. And now he has all of these people, I feel like, jumping on that wagon of the sound he's making. Personally, though, you really got to be in, like, a demon time energy to listen to most of that album, <laughs> you majority do. of it. And you a do. lot of my friends love that album, so it makes me question what kind of activities <laughs> they've been doing, bro. <laughs> what kind of activities? They love that album. And a lot of people I met love that album. It's like a cult, bro. I think the production for what they're trying to make and build up, that shit was pretty hard. Like, that's good. They did a good job because Cardi is screaming on a track. Not everybody can do that. He did pretty yeah, good. Yeah, like, yeah. Definitely evolved in his shit. Because if you listen to, like, self-titled Playboy Cardi, he's thrown around a lot of ad-libs and fucking just this repeat, repetitive lines. The beats are hard and it is catchy, but, like, compared to what he did on Whole lot of Red, bro, he did good for, like, evolving. I, st- I think it is, to say anything, it's unique. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. And there's plenty of songs, honestly, like... I have a bunch of songs that I like that like Sky, I like Sky, I like For Neon, sure. I like um uh what's the other one? There's one more I'm really that I really liked I'm trying to think about right now. Fuck. Come on, DOD. Oh, is it like the last track on the song? I'm I an think, album? I honestly think it might I be. I Hate You or something. With like yeah, Hate, yeah, know, yeah. It's a good song. I know what you're talking about. And uh, yeah, I just like, there's a bunch of songs that I actually really enjoyed on it. And But in the end, it is unique and it is cool and I respect the, the, the lane entirely. But I think it might take another, if he does another one in this type of lane, but perfects it. I really yeah. think he got something because this is what happened with self-titled, like Playboy Cardi, and then he came up with Dial It. I think Dial It's a much better version. Okay, I think Dial yeah, it that's is real. Awesome. Yeah, that's real. And that and Playboy Cardi was cool, but I think he really made it a cleaner version, like just sounds so slick. I think Dial It is one of the best sounding albums in a while. It just sounds good. It just feels clean. It feels right. All right. Like, like long time with like uh, what's mm-hmm. his name? Like that's just. I'm just vibing on that song, you know? I feel like you got, like, the music experience the person would if they're high listening to the album. I do. Yeah. I love I love shit like that. But I do like other, like, I do like, um, I just don't like shit being static. I like a vibe to it. And, and that can be in a, an exciting way, like, um, trying to think of someone like that is, like, exciting. Like, even Donda. I love Donda. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that's, like, like too mellow. I wouldn't say it's like, a stoner's album, really. I'd be like... No. That shit's just beautiful. It's definitely like cinematic. That album. I like cinematic shit. You can visualize that shit. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and I think the believe what I say, like using what's it called, that thing by Lauren Hill, that sample that he had. I can't believe that just went under the radar. Yeah, no one no, cares. I remember. I didn't, I'm like, I'm not on Twitter anymore, but I remember a lot of people throwing that shit around. Like, this believe what I say, like sample is stupid. Well, why? I've never seen like screenshots on Instagram and a bunch of shit. So. Maybe, maybe I'm just on the wrong side of Twitter. I feel like no one cared. Mm. I feel like no one listens to that. I know for a fact people love that song. I love that song. I love that song. You gotta show That's me these song. people because no one talks about. No one cares. I'm like, Damn. bro, he sampled Lauren Hill's greatest song. You know what I'm, like, that perplexes me, bro? Like, Hurricane is not the best track on the album. I low-key like the OG version of Hurricane better. Do you? I kind of do. I think The Weeknd marked it. I think The Weeknd is a necessity. I think, he did, I think he did his it's thing. It's the little baby verse, bro. I don't know if it's for me. No, I agree. People thought he snapped. I didn't. No. At all. I, think... I thought it was, uh, first of all, I thought it was actually poorly mixed. 
Yes. Thank you. Somebody gets it. That shit sounds very mumbled and very wishy-washy. It was washed out. He's like this far from the mic. And he's got like a fucking mask on in the studio. Dude has <laughs> a KN95 rapping. It did. It was for a Kanye project, muffledish, and it was just hmm. you know something maybe maybe they forgot the popper that day. Yeah. Something I don't know. It was something was off about the way that sounded, and it was also at a weird point in the song. I felt like I felt like they should have gone weekend, Kanye weekend, baby, because I thought having weekend. Baby, weekend. I was like, where's Kanye? Uh I think Kanye should have either came out before the weekend or right after his first verse. Because there are tracks where he does have the last verse, but it definitely is like... I don't know the word anymore. Um, It's uh, executed better. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like... um, the one with um, keep my spirit alive is that the song? Yeah, I think so. Is that the one with what's it called? Um, it's got Conway the Machine. Yeah, that 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 was really like, good. He's got the last verse, and that verse is good. And it's like you know, it's definitely like it flows into it. Kanye, it's like also he delays his verse coming. He's like, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. that's why. <laughs> like off the first listen, I was like, all right, get to the verse. You're a little corny. Yeah, it's something a corny. corny. What's but I think the reason why I keep my spirit alive, they can do it in that one. Is cause Conway, a guy like Conway, or not Conway, West Side Gun. Like when he comes into the song, it's not hearing him come into the song isn't what gets you hype. It's the fucking lyrics and the and, the, and what so he's saying. Good. With Lil Baby, a lot of the hype is right as he hits in. Yeah, the way he comes in it is better than ninety five percent of other rappers. Mm-hmm. So when he just kind of comes in like. With no excitement, um, it's ba- it ruins basically the entire rest of the verse. Because uh-huh. prior to the thing about prior to the devil, I was just he about comes that in shit so up. Hard. That was the smoothest transition of the past generation. Probably I, that's J. I think J. Cole made it the smoothest transition yeah. ever. He came in with but, the freaking off the backboard assist. Yeah, that was a money money assist. Mm-hmm. Money entire system there was amazing. Was Everyone knew what they were doing. But or even like wants and needs comes in. Like, Wants and needs. I might not know that. You one. know that song, yeah. uh, Drake. Say, like, uh, sins. Ah, uh, okay, I got you. I know what you're talking you about. You know that song. Yeah. He comes in hard on that one. That's and true. then I think of one more. It was a Nav song. I don't like Nav, but it was a Nav song. Nav does his verse, and literally, Lil Baby starts his verse off. All you hear is this. <laughs> and he goes, I gave a round of applause to myself. That is hard. That's hard. That is hard as fuck. This is hard as I guess. I mean, okay, we're listening. All these baby features, of course, they are hard as fuck. I can't lie. And, like, I've been in very heated debates about this shit. I'm not the biggest little Baby fan. I'm I'm, I'm a big little Baby fan. I'm not big. I'm a fan of little Baby. But I do think that I need to see a project a full great project out yeah. of him before I can just people like I think Gunna's better. Gunna, I have have a love hate relationship with Gunna, bro. I he slides. Lie. He definitely slides. I don't think anybody slides better. He's one of the better melodic dudes just, when it comes to just flowing on the beat, bro. <laughs> yeah, fucking, that's a good visual. It is. I swear, homie, he's skating. Yes. He is just just At put him times. on ice skates and just. 
push him down the beat, Literally. and he will glide on that thing. Like I don't he think anybody else. And shit he can't. He's like a beautiful figure skater. <laughs> yes, exactly. But he's fat, so it's <laughs> yeah. a little weird. With tight ass jeans, with yeah, very jacket. Always tight. Just tight jeans. goofy as fuck. He looks weird. He looks top heavy. He is very top heavy. But he, uh, I think he's got better projects. In I think Dripper Drown two, and I think Drip Season three, are Drip Season three is money. That's the best of both artists. Yeah. And then I think Dripper Drown 2 is better than anything Baby's come out with. Dripper Drown 2 is that 2019 one when he's in the pool. Where he's in the pool. Like Nirvana. Like. Yeah, that's like one call. Yeah. With it. I've got to say his tone where he came in, like Drip or Drown is the sound of that album. It's 100%. so true. It is so like, you feel like you're drowning listening to that it's shit. It's watery. The lot of the, watery, the things the that they did. Who You Fooling? You ever listen to Who You Fooling? Oh, yeah. That yeah. song's hard. That's the first that time I Japanese listened to it, shit. I was like, wow, they went there. <laughs> They really did. So I think project-wise, he's better. And I go off mainly your projects. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what can what can you produce? Can't be a feature hero. You can't. You can't make it like that. It's not how it works. Mm -mm. You can be really good. You can be like people can be like excited for your feature, but in the end, you're not gonna have a long-lasting impact because you're always a Robin. Yes, dude. Be Batman. Mm -mm. How good are you when you're Batman? You know, same thing in the NBA, basketball, like. How good are you when you're the best player? How yeah, good is your team, team when yeah. you're the best player? You know, that's the, that's the stuff that's important. Because uh, little Baby, right now, I'm still waiting on a really good project. I think he is riding a fucking crazy high right now, and he could end it with a solid album. If he gets uh, a One that gets album, my attention, that's good. I want to hear something different. Like, I want him to do Facts. something a little, like, exp- like, a little bit of, like, exploration in there. You know what's crazy? It's like he dropped one of his hardest songs um, in... Oh my god, what is it called? On me? No. Fuck. Uh, when was it? Um, during you know, twenty twenty when it was the end of the world and he, it was the it was oh. the protest anthem. Oh oh. Uh, uh, the bigger picture. Bigger picture, like that song right there proves how great of an artist he is. Like everything about it is solid as fuck. Yeah, it's a great song. And he came out in an interview and saying like, I'm probably not going to pursue that anymore. I'm not going to make any track like that ever again. Like, that fucking sucks. That's bro. wild, bro. To never pursue something you have such a like promising fucking lane in. Not being like a political artist, but where you have a message at that point. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be like a yeah. message about politics. Maybe it's that's sweet. what he meant. Hopefully that's what he meant. Like it won't be politics driven. Yeah. Like, maybe he can do something a little more serious, but not positive. He uses that energy towards something that's, you know, we get it. Like, you're rich as fuck. You be flaunting. You got, like, you're great at what you do. And, you know, some of the shit he raps about. Yeah. But, like, if you focus that on, like, a memory or something. Like, yeah, just focus it on back in the day. What you want to, like, like, have. And have, I don't want to be hit with the same thing I was here. It's like, yeah, it came from the trenches. Nah, I got bitches yeah, i don't want to hear that i want to hear you talk about talk about that day talk about when your average day when you were 13 how did you succeed and get all this money talk about it in detail do you I know hear um, the details you know idk i don't know yeah he his last album he has a song called hey auntie and it is it's all his album's great by the way okay, it's got yeah. some great songs on it kind of was went under the radar mm-hmm. but um he has a couple songs where he literally just goes through like well, the whole song, Hey Auntie, I think it's about him getting molested by his aunt, Damn. which is crazy. That is a crazy story but to put out there for the public. He, he said it, you know, he basically said it, and he, like, talks about basically, like, his life as a kid, and, like, he's talking about, like, 
like Capri Suns, like juice boxes and details. shit. And he's going into details. He's like, he and he's saying how when he was a little kid, he'd get so excited just to have like a juice box in his hands, whatever. That's right. But then it's you relatable. know he'd go see his auntie, and it was like weird, like how he kind of like took this innocence and broke it. And I think it's kind of shows like how he was innocent and it got broken. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful message. Whether it's you know it's a little bit of a grotesque imagery, whatever, little whatever, all that, but. Little baby may not have that same experience, but he could do something like. You know what I realized when you saying that? It's like making music where your lyrics are relatable. I've like never found it relatable to say like I got fucking ice on my neck or fucking. It's not. Like a foreign car and foreign like kicks and shit. It's not that relatable. And a lot of it is changing the culture to where people want to relate to it so bad. And it's like not really like productive for me i can relate to it if i think of it metaphorically Metaphorically, i feel successful that's what it is it's success music you know Mm -hmm. like the over it's like the the 20 like 11 10 12 type area i think i forget the name of it it's like some type of rap it's like a form of like rap music they call it but it's like stuff like fancy by drake it's like very like grand production and it's like basically showing like just showing off how you're at the top big type music. Scale music like big scale. Yeah. yeah, it's like like Rick Ross type stuff where he's oh, always flexing. Yes, dude. Like um his Maybach music titled songs are yeah. so they sounds like no, they're no, no, he no, had an opera or some shit. It's and just, he's just talking mad shit. Yeah, like, it's mad grandiose. Or like some all of like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. It's just so grand. The production's grand, like huge. the personality's huge. It's just screaming through the the, the lyrics and the production mm-hmm. and everything. Makes you feel like you're on top of the world. Because that's 100%. very metaphorical, you know. But these, a lot of the rap, like, today, it's been all, like, they just say it. Like, and it's starting to bug, it's starting to get old. It is, especially when repetitive beats kick in, too. Like Oh, the repetitive beats, when someone sounds People ran out of them guitar riffs for yeah. them tracks, and now it's, like, let's throw in some regular degular trap shit again. I wonder what's next, though, you know? Like, what's, like, what's coming down the pipe? Because, like, coming? you know, like, oh, man. things change so much. Like, SoundCloud changed a lot. Yeah. You know? But that's it. the new lane now with the pop rap shit, like Juice WRLD-esque music. Yeah. The, like, Kid Leroy. older Uzi songs. Kid Leroy, like that I shit. I love Uzi, by the way. I, I fuck with Uzi for sure. I respect Uzi. He I respect came to Waltham, performed a free show Did at he? Brandeis University. Did he? That was life-changing. Did you, you went? I went. How was it? It was incredible. When bro. was this? I was a sophomore, I think, in high school. Wow. It's when he had the purple, I think purple or pink, pink dreads. Okay. Came through, and he said, I got an unreleased track for y'all. Y'all gonna fuck with it. Which one? For real. No. That shit had the place moving, bro. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he sold it all in. I was like, oh So that was God. before, that was before, um, I think Love is Rage 2 then. Right before, a little before it. Lover's Rage 2. Was I, I awesome. don't. I don't think. Exo, I I, yeah, I think Exo Tour Life came out like around that time. Exo we dropped Tour it on Life SoundCloud, awesome. and that's when it was getting. Some people think that's huge. like one, the best song of our, of a generation. Like generation. Yeah, I was seeing that recently on a video. I don't know how how much I agree with that. I think I honestly I think I like Dark Queen more. And <laughs> it's on the same really? album. Really, I like um, Neon Guts. Neon Guts, like Come the on. you got Pharrell on that. Dun, yeah, dun, 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 signature shit. 
I love that shit. So when something, someone's got like a signature thing yeah. to them. And I'm not producer tag right there. It basically is. Yeah, for yeah. fucking bar cut. Or, or even whatever. like the Migos with like the triplets, like the triplet yeah. flow and like the like the um, ad libs, obviously. Ad libs, mm. they, they pioneered that. There's game. signature ad libs with Migos. You ever watch their, um, I think it's, it's on Tim Westwood where they do the freestyle? It's all three of them. Yeah, yeah. And they go fucking in. Takeoff kills that shit. Takeoff is nice. And they got the ad libs. nice too. Somebody said counting up digits and Offset's like, do, 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 do. And that shit <laughs> killed the track. It was so hard. Like everything about it is nuts. They're like one person. Legit, like three headed snake. A they fucking, are. Yeah, they're really a monster. Nice. They're so good together. Very and I think good. people. I remember when they first kind of like popped around. People really thought Quavo was like the best one. No, I think they've had their eras where they I, shine the brightest. And I think Quavo, when they're all together, he's the most obvious one because the other two sound similar, like yeah. vocally. But I think Quavo might be the worst. No cap. It's not really that hard of a take these they days, They had bro. three. They each had an album. Signature. Like, they're, um, yeah, when they branched out, they their own shit. And they each had one. And I think Offsets was my favorite mm. with uh, Father of Four. He had a song like Lick. You know Lick? Yeah, I know that song. Lick's Fire. Uh, a couple good songs like Red Room. Yeah, that song was good. A uh, bunch of good songs. And then Takeoff's album was pretty interesting. That was personally my favorite, low key. I could see that being people's favorite for sure. Like Casper, you got Vacation, you got I, uh-huh. really good songs. Uh, uh-huh. Even um Bruce Wayne ba- like uh, outro. Yeah, that was terrific. And he's by himself in a lot of those songs. A hundred percent. And then Quavos. Quavos was had some good songs, and I never felt like it was because of him. Mm. When there's a good song, it was because of the feature. And and if that's the case, discredit. C, it's like CLB. CLB right there. If your song's good, like Knife Talk. This, that song's good because Project Pat and 21 Savage. Because 21 Savage is on another planet right now. He is. So. I really like that track, to be honest. Really? That much. Bro. Knife Talk. Get in the car. Yeah, I feel you. Get a lot of this car. shit I don't listen to. Like, I got to hit in the car. Get in the, that's the get in the car. The I'm telling you. On your way system. back. On your way back to the crib. Get in the car. Play Knife Talk really loud. Obnoxiously loud. Obnoxiously. You know that hurts your ears, bro. Yeah. Uh, fuck that. So, get, <laughs> hurt your ears now. Hearing aids later. Get played obnoxiously loud. And just... I missed a body catcher. Sure. Slaughter gang soul snatcher. Booty clapper. <laughs> <laughs> he did say... He did say he, he was, was a booty clapper. Somebody else was a booty clapper. He's like, turn him to a booty clapper. That's Interesting. tough. Interesting. But yeah, I'm telling you, 21 goes in. And it's like, it obviously, Drake kind of honestly slows up the track, kind of mm. puts the brake on it, kicks it back in the third gear. But then 21 comes back and he yeah. kicks it right back up. 21's the best. 21, 21 features, like, when you think about him on a J. Cole track, that is the most oddball, like, like, why are they so good team, together? But they are the best together. It's fucking ridiculous. They might be. The best like random duo random duo right like there. i know what's his name rick ross and drake do some good shit oh 100 percent. their they tracks are, it started with like um aston martin music problem yeah that yeah. was a banger and that then, was a banger yeah like rose like gold roses rose gold rose, rose something like gold that. roses maybe i don't know and that money in the beautiful. grave obviously money in the grave beautiful um some great songs some mm-hmm. really good ones and then uh work. is lord knows got not lord knows what am i um, thinking about what am I thinking about right now? Devil is a lie. Devil is a lie. Is that guy on it? No, that's Devil is a lie. Is great song. Jay. 
That one was a lot of great song. Ridiculous. And I also I think Rick Ross actually low key Rick Ross gets no respect. No respect in the game. I think in his circle of rappers they they adore him. Yeah, he's the Godfather, but he's fucking up there. Like not up there as like one of the greats, but like for what he does, he does it so well where you gotta respect his shit like hundred percent. Are you uh you so you're a Kanye fan? Huge. So devil in a new dress. I could probably spit Rick Ross's verse like word for word. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna say some. I'm gonna say some blasphemy right now. Maybe not blasphemy. Some people. Some people. I know. Here's the thing. No, not blasphemy. You'll like this. I think. Uh first of all, that's my favorite Kanye song. Very. I reasonable. think that is my favorite Kanye song of all the Kanye songs. And I think that uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is obviously. I think of, well, everyone thinks this is his best album, probably. Interesting. But uh, I think Rick Ross's verse on that song. Is like a top ten verse I've ever heard. Period. Period. I will fucking one hundred percent agree with that. <laughs> that fucking verse, bro. God, for him so to come. I Listen though, <laughs> we gotta hold Mike Dean responsible uh, for the level of fucking beast. like incredible like Love Mike Dean. artistry Rick Ross came in with because I think the song came out. For the cruel summer shit that Kanye was releasing like singles back to back, like yeah. leading up to like all his like you know new releases, and Mike Dean hopped on that track and pulled up with the fucking electric guitar and just started killing that, that shit was what he for did? the Rick Ross like portion, like the guitar solo in there. Yeah, the Mike solo's Dean, bro, money. y'all don't understand how important that guitar solo is for our generation. It that is because because it, it takes Kanye's amazing verse yes. on probably the best beat. Mm-hmm. On the album, which is saying something, maybe might, 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 might be his best beat. One of his best beats, top five. One of, like, as a Kanye beat, just like and you Kanye, know the vibes and Kanye got all the, the best beats with samples opinion. and shit. That one is od. I think it's amazing. So one of the best beats, and then to take that beautiful Kanye verse, amazing. Oh, electric guitar that gets shredded. Throwing that white boy, Mike Dean, and then that the, guy, and then Rick Ross grabs the mic. Yes. And does... Honestly, I don't smile more than when I think about that verse. That verse is incredible. I can picture like, the music video shit. It's just him in the back of like, a fucking Rolls Royce, I bet. Yeah, smoking just cigars. smoking the like, butt. Smoking not the... even looking camera. He's just like fucking rapping his shit. Like, yeah, making Tupac money twice, twice over. over. Still it's... a real nigga Gucci sweater dice roller. That's wild. <laughs> That's the good You stuff. can't relate, but you definitely agree. I just am like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. Yes, like, he's he's winning. And why am I oh so, ha- God, so happy bro. he's winning, bro? That shit was fire. Also, one of the best verses on a Kanye yeah. album ever. Not not Devil New Dress. Gorgeous. Oh. You got to give yeah. Gorgeous his credit, bro. Gorgeous. That song I, is OD. I forget what friend I had. Someone said that's their favorite. I think my friend Ryan said he's like, my favorite song on like from all of Kanye is Gorgeous. I respect that opinion 100%. You can opinion. pick your favorite song out of any Kanye album from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. It's got to be one of those two for sure if it's going to be off that album. How about Runaway? Runaway too. I feel like that's like the like top pick. Those are the probably. big. Those, that's yeah. the one. Those if you're not a group. Kanye fan, you know that song though for yeah, sure. Yeah, everyone knows that song. Everybody likes that song. I feel mm-hmm. like in the end, like it was a might, radio hit. It was. How, how, and uh, he's he's incredible, bro. Mm-hmm. He's incredible. We love Kanye. Can we him. talk about Jesus for a second and yeah. how like underrated it is? Yeah, bro. Why? Why is Blood know. on the Leaves not 
the greatest song of all time. Like what? slaves? Why? Why? Like black, black skinhead. Black skinhead. Black skinhead. Like yeah. We're like we're, we're like why? Oh, is that bound two as well? Bound two. The fuck? Can we give him his credit, bro? Um, give him his rose. Hold my liquor. With Chief Keith, bro. Like, are you fucking serious? Put a block, bang, bang. Yes. On a song. Yes. Chief Keith's probably fucking, like, 19 on that song, too. (laughs) No, he's 300. He's 300, but... He's always 300. Yeah, I forgot about that. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah, how old are you, Chief Keith? You 16? Nah, hold on. 300. That is nuts. (laughs) That was... That's just legendary, bro. But, uh, yeah, dude. Great, great album again. I think he's got the best. I think... Okay. I think he's the best. The best. Of, like, all music things. Artistry. I always say that shit. And I, that's a debate debate waiting to happen when I bring that up. Like, Kanye is one of the best artists, period. I think he is. Mm-hmm. I think he is. I think that he... It's just too much. There's too much mm-hmm. that's good and amazing and great. And, like, it's also on that, like, creativity level. Like, Drake's got a lot of great stuff, but it's not very creative. You can tell with the artist, too, that they're trying to cater to the audience. Like, their inner circle is definitely, like, it's got to be full of lobbyists who want to hear something out of this artist. Kanye don't give a fuck. Yeah, He'll like just tell whatever he, he's he in wants the studio. going in his mind. Onto he's the in the studio with his big, probably endless amount of bins of old music. Oh, my God. Soul music. Yeah. And he's just going through. And listening to song after song after Play. song after song after song. Oh, I found something. For let me take snippet. Pretty Young Thing. Let me take P1T. Mm. And just let me speed. Let me slow it down. Mm-hmm. No one knows Pop that that's P1T, by the way. Yes, I knew that shit from the jump. Like, if you I really did know. You and I love, and I love Michael Jackson. I love mm-hmm. Pretty Young Thing. I love, honestly, one of my favorite songs of all time is Human Nature. Wow. I love Human Nature. Rock with you. Love mm, rock, rock with you. PYT is off the wall is a great too. album in general. I feel like it kind of got slept on in his discography because everyone focuses on like Thriller or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, dude, it's just uh, he's Kanye is probably I think he's the best. He's just because the first three albums, first four albums, I guess a whole phase for him like the Teddy Bear phase plus yeah. like 808s as well, and then you got like Yeezus and. Uh, my beautiful dark was a fantasy, and you got like Life of Pablo. I feel like I'm missing one. It's strange. I feel like he's the one of the only artist where I can like pinpoint, not really pinpoint specific memories, but I know the era and the feeling of being around and living through the time of that drop. Like one of those albums. The first, yeah. See, so, so you were in music early. I was. I, yeah. Well, it took me a little longer to get like deep into music. I, the first album I listened to at 12 a.m., like the second to drop, yeah. was uh, the Life of Pablo. That's reasonable. We was all in high school. That was and the first. We waiting for that. So I remember playing it. And what's is the first song? Father, stretch my hands. Uh, is it? I don't know. Should we fact check this? I don't have my phone. My phone's recording us. Can you fact check it for phone. us? Just do a quick fact check, cause if it is. It's just like the imagery of the story is much better. Give it a little peek, see. Ultra light beam. Yeah, we should have known that. Yeah, we should have known. We that. That's known on that. us. And then where where is Father Stretch My Hands? It's the second second track. Okay. This line. Can I see this That run. This run. This run right here. This this probably three honestly four. That four song run to four start song up. run. Ultralight Beam, 
to Father Stretch My Hands specifically, that changed my to life. To Famous? I watched the, um, it was the whole... Yeah, this, I think that when you have the phone near for some oh, reason. Oh, yeah, that's I don't strange. Know. Yeah, I knew the chord. That's weird. That's how fucking science is. <laughs> science is weird. Science. But yeah, that changed everything. The bro. title streaming of the album. But like, you know, they had the Yeezy show, basically. Yeah. Wild, bro. I was listening to that, connected to my speaker. And I was just bumping. We love listening Having a party. spiritual experience. Yeah, it is spiritual. Mm-hmm. Listening to Ultralight Beam was spiritual for the first time. It really was. Chance the Rapper. Father Stretched My Hands was spiritual, bro. That is like the most grand beat I've ever... Mm-hmm. When I think of grand, like grandiose, just like... There's so many sounds happening. Like the... Yeah. I love that. It's like elevating. I still... Like, this might be a hot, like, opinion. I feel like his very song... Father stretched my hands part one. Like I can not really get over it. Like it's like almost a little bit wasted potential. I feel like bad saying that. But it's obviously a great song. But I feel like that like insane amount of like cinematic level of like production deserved like another like a aspect. Real but he's big talking about verse. like fucking assholes and bleach and shit. He did kinda throw it. He, he threw it a little bit. It. But I mean That's Kanye. I think that in the end, that song he could have put together a fire verse. Beat would have taken it over. That beat was everything. That mm, it's like that it's, beat it doesn't was, feel right. Doesn't it feel wrong calling it a beat? Like yeah, no, it's, it's beat, more bro. than that. You know, it's bigger than that. It ain't it's just a fucking. It's a encapsulation a of era. It, it really is. It's Metro and Kanye. And fucking Kid Cudi. Y'all need to give Kid Cudi his respect. Yes. That duo right there, when we're talking about rap duos, Kid That's Cudi and Kanye cool. might be the best. That no might bullshit. Be. That might be. They are on top of the game. When like you think about all the hits they have, bro. Fucking incredible pieces of work, too. We love, we love Kid Cudi. Everybody. We love him. Every, you know what type of person you're dealing with if they love Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. You learn a lot about someone if they like if they Kid, Kid, Kid Cudi. Cudi right Scott Miscuddy is one of their artists. Bro, Mr. Rager is probably one of my favorite songs for sure. Um, that's just like, that's the key. That's like the whole idea behind him, I feel like. It's yeah. like him talking to himself, basically just walk himself down like a bad path or a good path. It's like you have to choose. Yeah. It's so. Like, he's an artist, one of the few where you can actually analyze his lyrics, not only relate to it, but it's just like, it's so like deep. Like, yeah, he's even, incredible. Like, he's got like. A great way of like expressing his shit too. Obviously, that's what he's known for. I feel like I'm just repeating what other people say, but like y'all, really, if you really listen to it, it's like wow, this nigga is going in. <laughs> Even his say newer that. stuff. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. What? Yeah. Then you probably wouldn't use those exact. This words. fella's great. <laughs> that's what you say. <laughs> this fella's doing it right. right yeah. now. Honestly, since people know that you subbed out fella, uh, me saying fella just now felt dumb racist. I'm not gonna lie. No, that is not. Nah, Because <laughs> it, just, it just got subbed out. It is know? subbed out. What are you going to, like, what else he is great. Do? You can't he is really great, call him though. anything else. Yeah, he's amazing. Solo Tolo. Revo all... Fev, is that how you pronounce it? Revoff? Uh, I think it's Rev. Oh, whoa. That one? Yeah, I think it's Revo. Actually, I don't even Rev-off. know. Revoff. That's one of those things I've always just looked at and never thought to pronounce. It's such a strange word to pronounce, even though it's like five letters. <laughs> but that is like one of my favorite songs off that album. Yeah. Yeah, we love we love some Kid Cudi, bro. I can adore him. I adore him. I adore Kid Cudi as well. Yeah. Wow. How long do you think we've been going for? Two and a half. 
It's been two hours. Two straight. We're on two. We're on two. So Andy, I got I got what I need. I got the I got a good time. And I got a great podcast here. We got a good amount on music too. I'm happy, but we got. To I music. know. I feel like that. we can go in on different topics too. Yeah, there could. is a time and place for that. There is. There, there is. is for sure. We got. Hey, Andy, you will be back, my friend. I will. But be back. how did you? How did you enjoy yourself on on the podcast? I'm not gonna lie. I was a little nervous coming in. I don't like a little camera shy. But real talk, this is just a vibe. Especially you know, you hold the conversation perfectly well. I got my points across. You got yours. We dabbled in some deep things too, which we I did. fucking love. And then we talk about the shit we love. So that's like that's a win, bro. What better than talking about the that things you're passionate win. about? Well, Andy, this was an absolute pleasure, my friend. Pleasure, Thank brother. you very much for coming, bro. Thank you, dog.